Whatever business you're in, growth isn't just about getting bigger. At ADP, we believe it's about getting stronger by turning data into insights so you can build teams that work as teams. By using our AI technology to help catch payroll errors before their errors. And by keeping ahead of thousands of changing regulations so you can keep ahead of everything else. ADP helps businesses like yours grow stronger every day. ADP, HR talent, time, and payroll. What's good, ladies and gentlemen? You listening to Sideline Talk. I am the humble beast of the sports world. Unashamed Hurt. What's up, man? I don't see no place to be. What's good? This your young boy, Jamaican, back. Brandon <laughs> King. No, I didn't smoke a thing. I wish I did, but I had all the rum they could offer. Yo, you're the only person I know take a vacation a week apart. <laughs> like, how you, how you go... A week and a half. Oh, I can't leave the half out. That's what it is. How you do like a whole cruise tour for like two weeks, come back for half a week, and then go right back? (laughs) I had to take a vacation. Yeah. I was like 13. I needed it. I needed two vacations. Let me get a dollar. Let me get a dollar. It's called credit cards. Across the street. Y'all out here. Y'all out here getting it right now, man. Man, but it's it's been fun in the sports world. Oh. We got to get straight into it. Ravens, 40 to nothing. When I tell you the NFL is a week-to-week league, there is no way There's no way else to explain it. Football, it goes it's week-to-week. It's so fickle right now. One week, it's like, all right, look, let's blow it up. Let's get ready for the draft. Let's do this. I mean, every Baltimore sports writer had mock drafts posted already. I ain't going to lie. I looked at one and was like, hmm, that ain't a bad idea. <laughs> you know what I mean? I ain't fall victim into the trap to do a little mock myself. But now we at 40 to nothing, the biggest shutout in Ravens history. Week to week league for sure. What's your thoughts on it? Great win. Um, We got Tennessee, which is a tough opponent. Let's see if it's a blip. Is it really? Turn. Is it really a tough opponent? It's supposed to be. I mean, they... Okay. Right now, if the playoffs started today, I think they're ahead of us. Yeah. By half a game. Okay. But is it really a tough team to, to play? When you think about the fact that... I mean, Jacksonville wasn't supposed to be a tough team to play, and they got what us. Well, I ain't going to say... The Jacksonville game itself, we sat here... Well, I sat here and said that that will be a game to not overlook simply because, like, just like boxing, styles make fights. Right. The great thing that Jacksonville is is dominant at is stopping a run and defending tight ends. And at that point of the season, we wasn't getting nothing from the receivers. We was relying on tight end seams and screens and flats and all, you know, the true traditional West Coast offense and running the ball. And as you can see how that game went. Once you stop the run and stop the tight ends, floodgates opened up. And then the horses were loose. You had Telvin Smith flying. You had Miles Jack flying. Ramsey catching picks. A.J. Boye shutting it down. You know what I mean? Right. And you look at Tennessee. The quarterback is has been banged up. He's kind of slowly working his way back. That offensive line hasn't been that good. Plus, they lost um, the right tackle last week. 
okay. the week before he got hurt. And if you look at how DeMarco Murray has been running the ball, it ain't the same as it was last year. Okay. You know what I mean? It's too it, the style of backs don't those two style of backs don't scare me as the backs that Chicago had or Pittsburgh. Because you're dealing with two bruises. If anything, the Ravens showed they could stop the bruising backs. They showed you that. Marshawn ain't do nothing. You know what I mean? So it's kind of like, is it really a tough matchup? I don't know. I mean, it's supposed to be. On yeah. paper, it's supposed to be. But, again, anything happens on paper. Exactly. I, I got a feeling if we win this game, it's going to be one of those, well, Tennessee wasn't really this. You know what I mean? I mean, it's going to be that. And I'll be the first to say it. it, it it'll be that. And I'm going to be one that's like, well, Tennessee ain't really. <laughs> I would. I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. Yo. But look, we, that's what we get ahead about. You got to see if it's a blip or if it's a trend. That's yeah. All. Let's talk about the blip. As you, as, well, we, let's talk about that. Um, good, what should we say? The good, the bad, the ugly. Come on. Good, I'm going to go with. Secondary. If he can give up bad, I don't know what he's gonna say. <laughs> yeah, the good. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say secondary. Um, actually, the whole defense. Uh, CJ got a pick. Finally. Jimmy Smith got a pick six. Finally. Um, yeah, definitely. <laughs> finally. Yo, he got one of those in his career before. Um, I think was one. <laughs> that was on your birthday. Miles. Yeah. Uh, not Miles. What's his name? Marlon. Marlon Humphrey. Is, he only won the secondary without nothing. Damn, that's right. <laughs> Let's see. What do TJ got one? I don't know. Yeah, he might be the only one. That's crazy. They didn't get the pick? Yeah, he might be. But you're not doing nothing when you throw it to him. You throw it to him and it may be completed. Or it may be. And maybe not now. <laughs> it's, it's shut down. It's not like he's. You gonna catch it and you gonna run for ten yards? Nah, right. <laughs> you right there. So secondary, I gotta say good. Bad, I'm gonna go with the offense still, simply mm. because we're not getting anything from wide receivers. Alex Collins got based on that game. You gonna say yeah. that was the bad? The wide receivers didn't do anything. Okay. Alex Collins got off for a hundred something. Uh, Macklin had one thirty something yard catch and finished the game with fifty something yards. So the receivers ain't really do nothing. Um, shout out to Ryan Jensen though. <laughs> that's, that's my guy. <laughs> you always yeah. fighting, but for that that one right there, that's that's a real one. Forget that. Shout out what he did against Sue. Period. Yeah, that too. I tell you one thing about this this team. It's like it's like when their backs are against the wall and everybody counting them out. They play their best. And I'm speaking like from the offensive line, well, even though. Both sides of the ball. Yeah. Because we weren't supposed to be able to stop Khalil Mack and Mar- uh, Mario Edwards and Bruce Irvin, but they didn't get a sack on Joe. And then you got the number five defense, period, coming in. We wasn't supposed to be able to run the ball at all. Actually, I'm sorry, they number five against the run, period. Right. And we hit them for, what, 170 at least? That was just Collins. That's crazy. That's crazy. You got any uglies? Terrell Suggs. That's always the ugly. Besides oh, Terrell Suggs. That's always um, the ugly of the game. It's not really a ugly for us, though. You're going to say something random and stupid. No, it's going to be Miami play calling. It was definitely ugly. 
It's like you purposely you run a stretch run for the first run of the game and get twenty one yards. It was a cutback for twenty one <laughs> yards. Yeah, and then the rest of the game you purposely run towards number ninety eight. Why? Okay. Yeah, I, so, see, I see what you're saying. It, it was stupid on that part, so I guess you could call that the ugly. Because I don't, I don't, we did, we weren't forced to adjust to anything that they were doing at all. They kept running their head against the brick wall and expecting that brick hmm. wall to move. Okay. Um, the good, obviously, I'm gonna say everything. That's a total team effort. Anytime you get 40 points and don't give up anything, um, and keep. Keep a team under 50 yards rushing for an entire game. That's very good. Especially on bone on bone. Exactly. That is very good. So that's that was beautiful. The bad, I would say, is um, Ryan Mallett is the bad and the ugly. Mm. Because you mentioned the bad for you was the wide receivers. You didn't get nothing out of them. I'd say the whole game plan flipped. As soon as Joe was illegally knocked out of the game. Because at that up until that point, the offense it wasn't predictable. It was kinda like Joe was dictating the pace. He was like you had some play action throws, you had some deep shots, you had some intermediate throws, you had some some creative ways to get people the ball. As soon as Mallet come in the game, we run, run, play action for the touchdown on the goal line. Alright? The next series out, what did they do? They ran the ball the first play. He take he recognized the coverage one on one. Take a shot to a receiver who had a step two steps on the on the uh, the corner. He throws it behind the man out of bounds. Mm-hmm. The very next play, the receiver's open to get on the slant. And he threw it behind him and behind the corner. I say, yeah, we ain't running, we ain't throwing the ball no more. And then for like the next two series it was run, run, run. Try to throw a pass to Macklin. He dropped one, and then it was run, run, run. Three yard pass to a tight end. Two-yard flat pass. You know what I mean? It's like they don't trust the backup quarterback. And it's like, hell, I didn't trust him. We seen him at the at open practice. Like, man, he couldn't hit me. Matter of fact, he missed Campanero wide open. Like, Camp is 5'9". He was in the flat wide open in practice. And he thought as if it was Sasquatch on stilts. <laughs> I mean, in the flat. I was like, yeah, the kid ain't got it. I think that's what that was bad and ugly. And they kind of, like, shifted. The game plan to be so one-dimensional, but the fact that Miami couldn't stop it says a lot about the the scheme itself, as far as the run scheme, and then the, the aggression that the offensive line played with. Because we talking about Sue, we talking about Wake, and they couldn't do nothing. What's the shorty? Um, Devon Gacho, he couldn't do nothing. I mean, they got some big boys, you know, in the inside, and we just straight. <laughs> Fired on the ball, bow, three yards backfield, three yards in upfield. You know what I mean? It's crazy. What you think? Flip to me. Uh, I think the good was the price tickets. You know, they was like fifty dollars a pop. Ravens at they did a good job of trying to tell people that uh, they was running out of tickets, but really they wasn't running out of tickets. That was know. cheap. Um, <laughs> you can see the seats; they was all purple in there. It wasn't nobody really in there. Um, the bad was probably the food. Yeah, the food was probably bad out there too. 
Um, and the ugly was probably, of course, is Terrell Suggs. And I'm going to go with Allen, the play caller. Because, uh, yeah, it looked they were scared at the at the wild for the um, Miami Dolphins. That's it. I mean, it's, it's, it could just be that the Ravens got Adam Gase's number. Because in two years, Adam Gase in their offense has mustered up six points. And they've given up 78. <laughs> 78 to 6 in the last two years. Yeah, he's like, he had that face. Well, I'm tired of losing to these niggas. Like, he had that <laughs> whole face the whole time. Right? Like, bruh. Mm-mm-mm. Let's see what else we got, Al. Detroit. The Sunday night football games are always, like, lately have been kind of fun to watch. It's a prime time slot. You know, it's, it's fun. You get to see different teams. But last night had to be heartbreaking for a lot of Ravens fans. And Lions fans. For sure. Can we say it was heartbreaking for scouts? No. Not really heartbreaking. Though. No, it wasn't heartbreaking for scouts. Unless you, unless you, you know, he was a you scout. Seen them? Unless he was a scout on a team that didn't pick him. <laughs> right. Because you seen him. Like, I seen him. Coach Tay seen him. John seen him. We don't have him. <laughs> He's playing against us for the next 10 years. Oh, chill. <laughs> He's going to be like Martavius in the year. Somebody give him a blunt. That's what he need to do. They need to go ahead and just trade Martavius Bryant for real. Just go ahead and get that man what he want. Trade him for tomorrow's deadline and for... But what's your thoughts on that game? Steelers win twenty to fifteen in Detroit. Detroit does what a lot of people, what I see a lot of AFC teams do against New England when New England is home in the playoffs. You do things that aren't characteristic for you to actually try to go ahead instead of playing, sticking to your game plan. They could have easily kicked the field goal, been down two points. They got back the field goal range again, but instead of being down two points, they were down eight. So they had to get a touchdown, and they had to get a two-point conversion instead of getting two field goals, and it would have been a lot simpler. But then if you look at it like on your coach's end, you wouldn't think that shit defense will give up a 97-yard touchdown. Why not? I don't care. I mean, because that defense, that did you not see who they had? That was their only really main touchdown to put them up like that, though. Did, did we not see them against the Saints? But you, you on goal that line. That team gives up defense, gives but up points. On the goal line, they have to go ninety plus yards. Okay, if you trust your defense as as Clayway, I think he does. You, That's why he failed. Not going down ninety yards. They That's why he failed. Sixty yards is going to field goal on. That's why he failed. Yeah, and and that's that's what <laughs> that's a, that was his mindset though. But that's, that's why he failed. Mean. Me personally, I take the points. You see what type of game that you're given, especially if you're the Baltimore Ravens. Your best offensive threat is Tucker, so give him the rock, let him kick the field goals. But just this is the, I mean, you want your touchdown. You get into the red zone and field goal range. How many times? What three? Three, four. I think it was three. And you couldn't get not one touchdown because you had the you had the one where. They went forward on four downs. It didn't pay off. Um, Made five field goals yesterday. Matt Prater made three five different field times. Goals. He could have made seven and won the game. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know. 
That was upsetting, though. If you trust your defense, kick the points. But. And then stop them. And then be down two. See, well, that's a double-edged sword, though. But they because if you, you stop them, then that means you're getting the better field position right. for when they punt. I'm like, like you, you got them inside the five. And they go 97. It's rare that it happens. It's just, I mean, it happened to them, but you feel me? It's like it's like a win-win. Like if I don't get my three here, or I keep them in, I pit them inside the five. They go three and out. We got the the dangerous return man in the league. Agnew already had two punt returns on the year. You know what I mean? And he had a cup of return for like twenty yards early in the game. So if he catch it, you know what I mean? It's the the, the field position flips a lot. In their favor, so I, I get why they did it, but hey, you gotta live with your decisions. Yeah, again, I just think it was very uncharacteristic of well, not really uncharacteristic, but then they did something that they wouldn't have normally did against any other team but Pittsburgh. Gotcha. What I thought was uncharacteristic unca- uh, was Darius Slay on the Pittsburgh's the last drive, yeah. and he he grabbed the man's wrist. Yeah. Trust your techniques. Please trust your technique. Coaches everywhere was watching that. Like, trust your technique. Like, like you're there. Trust yourself. Like, man, you in position. Just keep going. Like, I don't know. The sad thing is, I do that. (laughs) It's like I do that. You know, coaching fourteen year olds now, Mm. and then I'm I'm just thinking to myself. I know Terrell Austin was on the sideline. Like, not my leader. Yeah. Come on. Bro, not you. I can expect a rookie, but not my not my my best corner. Right. Like, yo, that was crazy. Tonight's game. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Broncos at Chiefs tonight, eight thirty. Five and two Chiefs, three and three Broncos. Hmm. Chiefs need this one. The Chiefs need it. They need this one. As far Speak as. On it. They were five and zero. Well, they wasn't a solid. I said they weren't a solid five and zero. But they were five and zero. Right. You go for five and zero to five and three with Andy and Alex Smith. Somebody's going to start panicking. Why you say that? Because they just they panic. That's just what they do. Hmm. So what? What has been the reason why they dropped two? In your opinion. The defense hasn't been playing. The last two games, the defense hasn't been playing how they played the first five games. They've given up a lot of more. They've given up way more points. Okay. They definitely didn't play on offense. They got, what, nine yards in the first half against the Steelers? Yeah. I mean, they put up 200 in the second half, but you can't go. You can't give Big Ben and uh, you can't get the killer bees, as they call them, a half head start and think you're going to beat them. You know, in two quarters. That's right. I I kind of I get what you're saying because the defense did they haven't performed as need be, but at the same time, even in those five wins, they were getting gashed a lot. They beat all right. They beat the Patriots forty-two to twenty-seven. All right, that was a shock to everybody. Opening opening night for the NFL. They should have lost to the Eagles, twenty-seven to twenty, and they gave up tons of big runs. The Redskins had them. 
if Josh Doxson, you know, holds on to it, the Redskins win that game. And even then, Chris Thompson was gashing them. Um, I think Samaji had a couple big runs. So it was like the writing was on the wall for the defense to give up big plays. You know what I mean? So it was kind of like, all right, they they getting by, but they're not that good. It's kind of like Miami, the Hurricanes right now. The Hurricanes, they, they win in close games. But nothing in you say they can go in and beat Alabama or any of the top four seats. I didn't think uh, Penn State could be Alabama. You, I didn't care. Exactly. Because the game that sold me was the one against Iowa. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so. yeah. Penn State one-dimensional. Yeah. If it ain't Saquon, it's, it's a wrap. Right. And the, the quarterback that they got is a scrambler that he can sometimes throw an accurate pass. But other than that. I hope you don't ever don't think about coming out this year. Just take take a couple more years. Who's get that? your degree, Mick Sully. Oh. Yeah, really? Yeah. Real, real quick, you gonna talk about your Florida Gators or should I pan, pan back to her? You might well pan back. <laughs> <laughs> we fired our coach. I mean, that's the back the good thing that came out this weekend. Yeah. So not good for him. Are you a Ohio State fan for right now? Oh, who? Ohio State. Your coach is up there, so you might want to just I mean, that's my coach. Right. But he also going against my other coach, <laughs> the Rohar Bar. So. I don't like the way you said that. I don't like the way you said his name, last name at that, too. I'm going to pay him back. No, stupid. <laughs> <laughs> but who you like to win tonight? You said Chiefs need it. Do they get it? This better be a get right game for that defense because Vargos are struggling. Hmm. If they can stop the run, they should be able to make. Trevor Simeon beat him. And that should be a recipe of success for the Chiefs. Should be. If they could stop the run. <laughs> what you think, John? I'm going with Chiefs. Chiefs. Should because I got um, Kareem Hunt and uh, Kelsey <laughs> going in the fantasy. So, flat out. I mean, yeah, I got Hunt and Kelsey going against the KC defense. For fantasy, so yeah, I need the Chiefs to actually win Just don't give Hill no points. He can score like twenty points, but he can't hit more than thirty. I don't know. I don't see him stopping the run, so we can go Chiefs across the board. And then I don't trust uh, Trevor Simeon the way he's been playing for the past. Exactly. Years. That's the, that's particularly the main thing. Mm-hmm. As long as you can rattle him or disguise a couple of your uh, your coverages, you should be able to. To win this game outright. Question: Do they draft a quarterback or they Who? keep with Denver? They got they, they got drafted Lynch. They drafted Lynch they like drafted two years I mean, ago. They, they played drafted him two years ago, and he hasn't played yet. So well, obviously, they, they don't believe him. When did when did Aaron Rodgers play? He ain't played his yeah, first two a, years. Ain't like you got a Hall of Famer in front of him, though. <laughs> True, but it's like if you ain't ready, you ain't ready. We seen we seen what happens when you throw somebody in there too early, and what happens? We seen that careers are crippled. Review. If you ain't ready, you ain't ready. Let that man, you know. Listen, man, the best meals take time. Oh gosh! Just let that look. Let that man learn. Depends how older you are and where you at in life. Because you be in jail, it can be like chill, three, five minutes. Chill. You know. chill. <laughs> or you know, you can be home when you young. I don't know where that came from. All right. Um, Hot pockets and do just wonders too. If you in high school. It's, it's not the best meal, though, John. This dude. This dude. All right, man. Best meal, though, John. I'm just saying. We got we got some guests in the building. Um, the way we do things here, our, our focus is we like to salute 
people in the community that does great things, um, impacting people in a major way, and some success at their talent. So we got Mount Carmel's basketball coach, Coach Akeem Hibbert here, and point guard, shooting guard, point guard, point guard Dwight Felton in the building as well. What's up, fellas? What's going on, man? This mic, you got to speak into the mic. You got to speak into the mic, fellas. What's happening? Thank you. There we go. There we go. Look, first and foremost, Coach King, uh, I appreciate you coming out. Um, just accepting the invite. You know what I mean? I was like, man, let me see. He probably, he probably busy. <laughs> you know, just ask him graciously. You know, accept it. I appreciate that. Um, I don't know if I ever got got to mention. A few years back, thank you for the opportunity. You remember that? Yeah, I remember At Johnny that. Rogers? Yeah, I remember that. I remember My schedule ain't work out <laughs> to, to continue, but I appreciate the opportunity oh, no, for I real, man. I appreciate just taking the time and just, you know, considering giving your time to the kids. Yeah. You know, so I know it's, 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 it could be time consuming along with yeah. you know, having an active schedule, but I appreciate the, you know, the time you did come down to help. Most definitely. So tell, tell the listeners um, about yourself. <laughs> um. I guess I'm, I'm from Baltimore, uh, went to Baltimore City College High School, and then uh, went to CCBC in Essex and finished in Towson. Um, so, you know, playing basketball, have, you know, everyone has hoop dreams, you know, mm-hmm. all the way up to, you know, 18 when it really gets real and you start looking around and you just wondering, you know, what's the possibilities of you being able to, to continue you know, playing a sport that you love so much. After that, you know, after a few years of um, being in college and, and playing, and I decided I wanted to start coaching. Actually, my father was the the first person that told me you should be a coach. Wow! And when I was young, I used to, you know, just man, go ahead, man. I got hoop dreams, right? So, but you know, being able to, um, you know, come in, you come from a town where a lot of you know great basketball players, I, I kind of learned, you know, wh- where I kind of fitted in exactly and on that spectrum. I had to be real with myself, you know. So I was fortunate enough to. Um, of course, uh, growing up playing against Carmelo Anthony or being in the mm-hmm. same, you know, metro area. Exactly. Um, you know, so I was able to see him as a, as a talent. Um, other guys uh, as well as, um, you know, actually when I was 14, I tell the kids, they, they laugh at the story. They don't think I'm telling the truth. You know, I played LeBron James in Ohio. Right. And they had you told that, that movie that came out, I think they said they didn't lose any games. And they were lying. We beat them by, at the buzzer. <laughs> yeah, they, they edited that out, though. But definitely was... One of the, the best eighth graders I've probably ever seen, you know, being around basketball. So, yeah, they don't make many mistakes. Most definitely. Say. They don't make many mistakes. But anyway, moving forward, um, I ended up going back down to Chick Webb Recreational Center, uh, where I actually started. That's where I kind of got to learn, you know, about, oh, man, some other great players. I was mm-hmm. starting out in the area. Actually, we were at Gardenville. Yes, know, we were at Gardenville. I remember. <laughs> we were at Gardenville. So, um, coming in town, you were... Like who's that? And who's that? You know, you 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 know, you thought you were the best from where you came from until you got in town. So I went back down there. A guy by uh, named Gerald Stokes. My man, actually still coaching. He's Coach Gerald still there. Yeah, Coach Gerald still. I gotta there. go down. Yeah, yeah, Coach <laughs> Gerald's down there. It's, it's a wow. His list of players speaks for itself. So yes, he, Lord. You know, he gave me opportunity. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know, I want to coach. I want to coach. You know, I'm just young and and you just have a lot of energy. You think I know everything, of course, but. Um, he gave me opportunity, you know, he pointed pointed down the other side of the court and said, there go some kids right there, you know, you go ahead and coach them up. So, um, like any other young coach, I'm sure any sport, football, any other sport, when you've been a young coach, when you first go in, you're going in with your heart. You know what I mean? Really doing a lot of thinking. You're just going in with your heart, making a lot of mistakes. Right. Um, so time, time moved on. 
I got opportunities to coach at other places, um, other great recreational coaches, uh, Daryl Corbett, um, mm-hmm. Carlton Carrington, um, just a lot of other guys I learned from. And then eventually I ended up wanting to start my own basketball program. Yes, sir. It's called Maryland Sports Scholars. So it's, it's ironic. A lot of those kids are graduating now. Um, kids that are on that team. Like right now, one kid just committed to going to Maryland, um, Kentucky. Sorry. Emmanuel quickly. So it's like a, Kentucky, yeah. So, mm. But Emmanuel played. That was that was years ago. I'm not going to come on radio and be like, you know, I developed Emmanuel. Just had an opportunity like other players to be able to coach him. Um, then there's another player, Brandon Adams. He, he was mm-hmm. a part of the program. Brandon is committed to Rhode Island. That's what's up. So, okay. um, a little weird right now. Yeah, I go against these guys now that you know they're great players, but you know our team is pretty decent. So, but um, you know, moving forward, I got a chance to coach girls basketball. One of the players I used to work with, and actually I coached a little brother right now, Jones, Jared Jones. Right. Um, his brother Jordan is actually on the team as well. Um, his father asked me to coach girls basketball and I was coaching my own little youth basketball team and we were pretty decent in the area for recreational I mean for a youth AAU team right and um, you know, I looked at him like it was crazy like coach girls like I don't know anything about coaching girls, <laughs> <laughs> girls the only thing I know about girls is you know it's just girls girls so, right <laughs> so um, you know um you get a chance to, you know, I got a chance to coach uh, Brianna Jones. Who yes, sir. Graduated from Maryland. Actually, got a chance to train Peace. a little bit. Yeah. Um, she's, Peace. She's overseas. She's playing overseas right now in the Euro League, um, and as well as she plays for the um, Connecticut Sun in the WNBA. Also, her sister was a part of that team. She's actually a sophomore now, in Maryland. They, they're probably the two uh, best girls I ever worked with. Coach, trained. I mean, phenomenal talent, but. Um, you know, as I move on, we won two state championships. I was an assistant coach. Right. We won two, uh, two state championships at Aberdeen, first in, in, in school history for the girls. And I was uh, approached by a fellow coach in the league, Rodney Barry, who was at Calvert Hall. And he asked me, to, you know, what I think about coming over and coaching JV. So, once again, I had one of those moments like coaching JV. I'm, I'm coaching Boston. I'm an assistant coach on a two-time state championship Ooh. basketball team. You know, so. But life humbles you, though. Don't yes, sir. It humbles you. So, um Calvo Hall brought me over and they taught me a lot. I was able to be on a team that won the championship. We won actually the MIA championship and the BCL championship. And uh, Coach JB took me under his wing and, and, and taught me a lot. I got a chance to, to work with Drew Edwards, who's actually he's mm-hmm. at Providence. Uh, Nico Clare. Mm-hmm. My man. Nico's at Siena. Yeah. Um, I had Nico for a little bit at um, Fontana. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so Nico come yeah. home. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, he, he's a, he loves to go out on the court and play at Fontana. Nico's a, a great beast. guy. Dog. Yes, I sir. Him so much luck and success in, in his junior campaign yes, at sir. Siena. Uh, but also we had a, we had Justin Gorm. Justin was a junior on that, that team, and he actually made the game-winning basket at Towson to win the BCL championship. Wow. And um, he wanted it at the tip. It was, it was phenomenal. It was, it was an unbelievable feeling. Um, but, you know, you get that, that urge. You want to, Everybody wants to, you know, be the head coach. You know, yeah. Everybody, at the end of the day, everybody want to be the man. Yeah. Just because, you know. Like they said, and pay the fool. Everybody just want to be the man. Exactly. <laughs> Everybody just want to be the man. So, um, I got a chance. I was offered the opportunity to coach at All Lady of Mount Carmel in Essex. Um, I guess it's, it's, it's been it's, it's been an amazing opportunity for me to you know continue to teach the game I love and just continue to move up. I always wondered was I going to be a guy that just coach rec basketball? Which is I, there's nothing wrong with that. I love all the guys that coach right basketball right. but I just wanted to continue to do more and more and more and more and you know by the grace of God I just continue to find yeah. good opportunities that's you know? what's up so I'll call this to be my third year 
Um, and it's really, it's really starting to come together. Uh, I got my brother there helping me out as well, Najee Hibbert. My man. And he, um, you know, he went to Dematha, played for Texas A&M. The, mm-hmm. the coach, um, what is his name again? Mark Turton, sorry. Mm-hmm. He's actually, um, he was his coach back then it's at Texas A&M. A&M before he moved around. So that's just so ironic. But my brother came in and he's helping me coach. I mean, you know, we're putting a program together that's just, cont- you know, continuously just getting better and better. Um, the biggest thing for me when I continue, you know, when I recruit, I try to sell that, you know, you're not, it's not about basketball. You know, basketball right. is going, going to stop bouncing eventually, hopefully exactly. later than sooner. Exactly. And, um, you know, we're just teaching our guys about, you know, being accountable, being on time, you know, being a man. You know, right. at the end of the day, I believe that, you know, these are our future leaders of tomorrow. So we can right. continue to just give them positive influences and just raise them up right. It only continues to help society. Exactly. You, know, so. you said um, your your pops um, encouraged you to coach, but why did you have that mindset? I mean, you said you was in Towson, you're playing. Like, like when did you say, you know what, I want to coach? Um, I think just having a close relationship with my brother and just helping him going through, you know, high school and college. And, you know, I was always learning the game and just, you know, continuing to push him and push him to do more and, I think that's what my father seen. Like I had the, the patience more. So gotcha. I, don't, I don't even think it was really about X and O's. I think this would be my 16th year coaching. I'm, I'll, I'll be honest with you, Sam. Probably starting to really, really learn the ins and outs of the game. The first gotcha. thing was just heart and passion. You know, right. I just love it. I just want to help kids. Right. You know. That's what's up. So Dwight, how long you been at Mount Carmel? I've been at Mount Carmel for two years. Yeah. That's right. That's what's up. Did, did you recruit him? Yes, he Dwight was a transfer. He was at another school, and uh, we provided the opportunity for him to come in and, like I said, not only grow as a basketball player, but you know, just grow as a young man. Right. How's how's the program been for you? Uh, it's been amazing. It actually helped me a lot become better as a player and a man off the court. Uh-huh. Uh Especially in school. In school, I'm learning more. I'm more focused on my grades. Yeah. Uh, after school, I'm staying out of trouble with uh, study hall, after hours, weights, film practice so this has been a great opportunity that's what's up obviously the the teaching has been um translated he was here well before time (laughs) it was like hey my player's outside can he come yeah (laughs) very punctual that's that goes a long way man we appreciate that for sure for both of you the passion for basketball um how is that as far as what drives you to continue to play and continue to coach and good question I guess I'll go first. Um, <laughs> I, I would just say, just I, I, I love it. You know, I love the game of basketball. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's one of those games where like, you don't have to really be able to play to enjoy it. You know? Yes, sir. I don't know how it is in football, but I know in basketball, it's just you know you have guys that just they got their gym bag in the back, and it's not about you know if you played semi pro or college or high school, you just want to get up and down and get a good sweat and get some shots up. Uh, for me, watching the game is. You know, it's, it's very peaceful. It's, it's kind of like, you know, watching a masterpiece come together mm-hmm. when it's played right, you know. So I just, I just enjoy watching it. Uh, I, I enjoy watching and playing. Uh, I just think it's a fun game to play. Um, I love working out. Working out is always my main priority. After, um, before school, though, school, I always focus on. That's what's up. Then basketball. So basketball, first, it was football for me. When I was younger, okay. then like ninth grade, tenth grade, that's when I started to take basketball more serious. Okay, what was what caused the switch between football and basketball? Mm, just high school. Okay, high school. I knew I wasn't big enough to play football, 
So it translated over to basketball. <laughs> what you mean? You you six one already? <laughs> like man, look, I'm, I'm, stick with basketball. That's what that's your passion. Now I'm just saying. Look, you got the size. They they pay millions of dollars for corners at six feet. <laughs> but point guards get more. They guarantee. Yeah, so they yes, guarantee sir. Contract. <laughs> they guarantee contract. Okay. But, Another question for you, coach. Mm-hmm. All right. So here's the scenario. All zeros on the clock. Ball goes through the hoop. What gives you more success? You made the last shot, or you coach someone to make that last shot? Ooh, ooh. That's a good question. That's a good question. But I, I'll be honest with me, is I mean, I get more joy out of watching the kids. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's not only about making the last shot; it's about the preparation that goes in mm-hmm. to making that last shot. And with the kids, you know, you, you get them at a young, tender age, and then you're just constantly working with them, training them, wow. training them, just constantly wanting to be mentally tougher. Just constantly get more mentally tougher. And then that moment when it just comes together, you know, I tell my guys, especially my my seniors, you know. I just want to sit back and watch you guys play. At the end of the day, mm-hmm. when you, you know, once you get to that senior year, this this is what we've been working here. We've been doing this for four years, three, four, two, whatever. How long it take you to get to that point? And I'm just watching. You know, last year we were we were blessed to have you know Terry Nolan. Yes, sir. And Terry, Terry now, Terry's now at George Washington. He'll probably be one of the best. Um, he's probably one of the all time greats. All lady of Mount Carmel in mm-hmm. basketball. But it got to a point last year when he just totally just bought in and he was just. You know, we just why we just we just rolled his coattail. Mm-hmm. You know, so but it's a good thing because now he's you know he, he taught the younger guys. Right. He didn't just leave and just you know talk right. about success. But to answer your question, about pie, it's, it's it's about seeing the kids first. Always. That's what's up. That never that triggered the thought of um what was it Rick Barnes for Texas? How remember when Durant hit the pull up three mm-hmm. to to ice the game for the title? Rick Barnes said he remembers. Durant practicing that shot constantly, and he couldn't get it. That was like probably the hardest shot for him to hit. Right. So when he seen him dribbling, he knew he was gonna pull up and shoot it. And it was like once that went through, he said he felt the joy come out, okay. as if as if he did. You know what I mean? Right. Coaches, it's like a coach's love. You know what I mean? See see your guy succeed. I mean, if, if you're, you're truly you know passionate about it, it's mm-hmm. going it's going to seep through. It's, it's just going to come through. You can't you can't help it. That's what's up. Dwight, who's the toughest to guard? Toughest to guard? So far. I would probably have to say the toughest person I had to guard was Daquan Bracey. Okay. Just because he's he's quick with the ball, mm-hmm. and he's his IQ is very high. Like, gotcha. He knows the game. Gotcha. So, okay. I had to battle against him every practice when I, when I used to go up uh, St. Francis, so that was the toughest person That's what's I had to up. guard. So what's what's the Tell me a little about about yourself. About your game. Uh my game, I would say up tempo, uh making smart decisions. Um uh I play fast. Um defense, I really love defense. I really like defense. Defense is like my number one thing for basketball. Like I'll I'll play 94 feet as long as I can. Mm. And I'll play my heart out until my coach says I have to get out. Right. And that's just how it is. You talk trash? Sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> I got that vibe just now. I got that Beverly vibe just a little bit. <laughs> like he'd be up there like, let's go. 
That's what's up, man. Um, Coach, I, I got to ask you about a, a player that y'all play against this year. Actually, if the schedule's still right, December 9th. Um, so, young player that we had the pleasure of interviewing in the past, Che Evans. <laughs> My man. Yeah. What you think about Che? Uh, che is. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, yeah, Che is a, a phenomenal player. He's a young, up and coming player. It's crazy when, when he was younger, as he, um, you know, he's getting ready to really, really take that step. Yes. I had, a, you know, chances fall let me, you know, work with him a little bit because I used to do individual training. So, right. you could see the feel for the game. Right there, it just all hasn't. It didn't have all had came together yet for him. So right now, when I, you know, now I'm coaching now, and at the coaching guess this is when all the kids' games start coming together, right? Right. And now you're just doing it naturally. Shay's <laughs> yeah. they have a great team up there. Though. There's some really good players. Uh, Josh Cornish is committed to Southern Southern Utah. Mm-hmm. I actually coached him at Calvert Hall on JV. That's what's um, up. So. You know he's there. Ryan Carway is there. Some, they have some really, really good basketball players, and as well as um, the younger brother. What is his name again? Ike. Ike. Yeah, Ike. Ike. Ike Cornish. Ike mm-hmm. is Josh's youngest brother, and he's he's got a phenomenal upside. So that's going to be an interesting game. I hope you guys are able to come out and come check. Oh, it. most it's definitely. Fun in shirts and skins. So. Most definitely. Mm-hmm. Most definitely. We got, we got. Let's. We gonna keep the keep the conversations going with y'all. But in the meantime, uh, one quick question for the, the young gentleman here. Um, after high school, you have any plans, goals? I know as of right now, I know if it was illegal to ask that or not. And that's why I was a little hesitant. It's gonna be all positive plans, though. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I just want to go to college, play basketball, and further my education. That's what's that's up. Something. Any offers? No, sir. Not yet? Okay. Not yet. That's what's up. I like that. Does it, how does that make you feel? Like I'm an underdog. And how does that make you feel? Uh, every time I step on the court, I um, just want to win. You look like you feel like cussing right now. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a good thing because that fire is in you. It's like, like they sleeping on me. <laughs> And, all my life. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Da- you got to think of the greats that's playing the game on the highest level now that was slept on. Damian Lillard was slept on. Steph was slept on. Like, mm. like Steph, let that sink in. Steph was slept on in the draft. <laughs> he wasn't <laughs> like, even a top point guard drafted. Like, that is true. <laughs> they put Rubio and Flynn on. Rubio and Flynn, two picks, maybe <laughs> hey, four. That's crazy. That's a whole nother conversation. <laughs> <laughs> Like man, all right, cool. Let's 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 talk about the NBA. Who who do you watch? OKC. Okay. Like individually or no 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 I I I get it. Well, individually as well. I li- I watch Russell Westbrook and Lonzo Ball. I like Lonzo. Okay, I could tell you watch Lonzo. We mentioned him off air. You looked up like hold up, hold up. <laughs> Somebody about to be disrespectful. <laughs> so what's what's y'all take on Lonzo? He's a very smart player to me. And I like the way he uh he hits a hit. Like he doesn't dribble the air out of the ball. And he has a very high IQ. Very high IQ. Yeah. What you think, coach? Lonzo is um I think he's a little bit ahead of his time. Not not too much. I think the game is starting to translate into what he can do really well is, you know, pass the basketball, like the white say get the ball up the floor real quickly. Mm-hmm. 
Um, he's very smooth. He's got to find that that balance between being hungry and being smooth still, and yes. and that confidence. But the talent is, is definitely there at six five. Um, but you know, you just hope that time. You know, you get about three to five years to kind of harness your talent in the NBA, especially at a young age. So yeah, I, I believe the light bulb will turn on. Okay, all the way. What about the Lakers in general? Not the biggest Lakers fan. <laughs> I, that's why I got to ask I you. I know I'm not the biggest Lakers fan. <laughs> what I will say is, what I will say is, somebody, somebody, he's, he's, he's been following me on Facebook. That's my man. I embrace the debate of anything, especially NBA basketball. I mean, but to answer your question, though, I like the Lakers now, though. Mm-hmm. I think, I think, you know, for his greatest Kobe, I hope I don't start anything here, but for his greatest Kobe, you know, was to that you know that franchise. He he held him back towards mm-hmm. the end of his career. Um, can't be mad at him. It's sure, thirty three million. It's not you know it's not business. I mean it's not personal. It's just business. Yes, but Lord. Right now with uh, Kyle Kuzma, uh, who I think is going to be a great small forward in the league. At a minimum, you know, at least fifteen points, five rebounds. Uh, he shoots the three ball really well. Uh, Larry Nance. I think people are sleeping on Larry Nance. Mm-hmm. He's the prototype mm-hmm. four right now in the NBA. He's, you know, continue to work on that jump shot. The more he's able to stretch it out, the more he open the floor up. And I, I think bringing Julius Randle off the bench was a, a great idea. Um, if I was a GM, I would try to trade him, but I don't know how much value you can probably get for him right now. Just it. Yeah. Would you trade him on upside? Because the fact is, you mentioned you need three to four years to really harness right. your game. Yeah. And his rookie year was cut short, right. the injury. So technically, he's still what's his year three? Three, two playing. Two playing, yeah. yeah. And then he's still, I think he just hit 22. Yeah. I, so it's like, you know what I mean? No, I, I don't want to take away from his talent. But I'm just saying, on just looking at the way the team is coming together. But if he can, if he's able to buy into a role of being that that big off the bench, yeah. obviously has to, you know, stretch his stretch you know, jump shot out as well. You know, got to be able to hit the 15-footer now as opposed to right. playing in the NBA. But um, long as he's not in the way of Larry Nance. I'll just be honest. Thank and you. That's what it really comes down to. Thank you. Um, I mean, you always, it, 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 there's always a role for everyone, right? It's just a lot of you willing to accept it, though. Right. That's what it comes right. down to. How does that work for for your squad? Like, what what do you what's your role? Where do you fit in it? You mentioned how you you play fast at the point guard position. You you'll play ninety four feet. You like a pit bull. Like, if he tell you back up, you got back up. You know what I mean? But how do how does that work for you? Uh, my role on the team is just to be a floor general, you know, mm-hmm. get, set up everybody, uh, make sure everybody's in the right spot. Um, also, like you said, be a dog on defense. That's really my role. And just, just to win games. Gotcha. And leave it all on the floor. Gotcha. So if, if one of your teammates is, isn't is doing their job, how do you handle it? Oh, I get on him. I get on him. Because he looks at me as a leader, so... I have to get on. Right. That's what's up. Coach, you had your top five up, right? You, had your, you got your top five up. I, I want to see what the fellas think. Top five point guards. We go there Order. first. In the league? In the league. In the league. Okay. Top five point guards. Go. You go five to one. It don't matter. Five you said we're going to get to that question. Wow. Right? Wow. I have to pull that list back up. I, I want to say five. Damian Little was probably, I think, was number five, I believe, mm-hmm. on that list, which can it's interchangeable. I'm starting to really, really watch it, watch his development. Uh, number four, right now, I think Kyrie Irving was number four. Or was he three? John Wall was four. Mm-hmm. John Wall was four. Mm-hmm. It is. It's mm-hmm. coming back to me now. And then Kyrie Irving was number three. And you, he's starting to get into his groove right now. Um, 
Steph was number two, and then uh, Russell was number one. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Which, you got any beef with that? No, man. No bet. Cause <laughs> you got any beef? Go speak your mind, man. Um, <laughs> I ain't got no beef with the list. I'm not a big Kyrie guys. You know, I don't like point guards that's going to dribble the ball 20 seconds and then try to drive or driving driving this. Uh, same thing could be said for Westbrook, but Westbrook and uh, Steph, they're one or two. I'm gonna put Steph at one, and I will put Westbrook at two. Three, I'm gonna have to put John Wall. He's defensive. He can score. I would have to put John Wall there. Then Lillard, then Kyrie. Going off of your phone. Ooh. See, see, that's what we disagree. <laughs> I, I did mention, like, John Wall probably, uh, by the end of this year, put himself in the top three conversation. But my thing is, it's the same knock you can give Kyrie for dribbling the air out of the ball, the same thing you can say about John Wall. Because if it ain't there, he gonna sit there and and lull you to sleep and try to get to the mid range. You know what I mean? If they if the switch on the pick and roll isn't there, he not gonna attack like you think he should. You know what I mean? But his it assist tends numbers to are a lot higher. It's not a lot it's higher. Not a lot higher, but it's higher. His assist numbers is higher. It, it, yeah. Compared to, to, Kyrie, to the Kyrie, to Kyrie. but but that's and that's still system. I mean, it could be because you got the best tail. passer. No, 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 no. The best passer on Kyrie's team is LeBron. But he's not on his team anymore. Okay, so so we okay. So we're caught between the preseason and the beginning. Right, right. So all right, all right, cool. (laughs) Preseason and then before that, like he had. Hold up, before three or four years. We talking about before LeBron? Yeah. All right, so let's do let's talk four years before. All right, let's talk before LeBron. So before LeBron, both of them was number one picks. Both of them had came right in was starting and basically running the team. Right. John Wall didn't get the 30 wins until year four. Okay, how many? Kyrie improved his win total each three years. How many of them was 30, though? <laughs> his, the, the last they two. They were number one picks. No, no, I'm saying the last two, he got over 30. The and, number and, one pick. Hey, that's the way the ball bounced, man. <laughs> 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 I'm, just, I mean, I'm just saying. Wall, but Wall had the number three pick or the number four. You see what I'm saying? Okay. But even then, it's like. And you gotta look at the talent around him. Like Kyrie had five, five and a half assists with um, players that's not even in the league no more. He had Alonzo G as his second best player. True. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, It's like. uh, All right, he got a pass for playing with Andrew Bonham. He got a pass. I mean, I I just (laughs) think I think the the thing that separates Kyrie. All right, this year he's in a system where the ball kinds of free flowing. And he still can be the setup man, if you will. But he still is a, he's a closer. He going to close the games out. Whether it be True. getting a bucket or making the assist. I mean, he closed out a lot of Cleveland games. And you True. can't knock him for that. It's like, hey, if you're a big shot, make it. Hey, give it to him. Why would you pass it? Yeah, well, not really. Yeah, what, what AI say? Look, I gave you the ball to him, him, him. It came back to me. Obviously, you ain't want to shoot it. <laughs> So, hey, that means it's on me. My bad. Listen, don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> well, no. Um, who do you follow? Who do you, I know you follow OKC. What did y'all think of the uh, the trade? It was big. We needed. We needed. 
Melo and Paul Pierce. We just we needed them. I mean Paul George. Yeah. I mean no Paul George. My fault. My fault. Paul. I mean you can use Paul <laughs> Pierce too, right? What you think? Um, but as far as the trade, yeah, OKC, I, I was a little you know skeptic about it a little bit. Um, I'm just going to say you know timing is everything. I think I'll just leave it at that. Um, Paul George, I think is 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 a big pickup depending you know how, how he feels. Mm-hmm. He's definitely a high field type of player. When he puts his mind to it, it's, there's no stopping Paul George at six eight. You shoot the three, post you up mid range, take you off the dribble. Right. I mean, obviously, and Russ is definitely the X factor when he puts his mind to it. So I guess it's just a matter of just finding a groove. You know, three right. players can be tough. You know, you right. have to be willing. Three players have to all be willing to share the ball because it's always yeah. gonna be an odd man out. And it, you know, three players gotta all you know be willing to 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 accept lesser roles and be humble. So I think that's what it's gonna come down to. But I mean, it, it, Melo is still an alpha dog at the end of the day. I mean, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Six for twenty. Uh, Six for ten, he's still the alpha yeah. dog. So it's going to be interesting. Yeah. How would you deal with that if you're <laughs> Billy Donovan, or you know, you're in that situation? Well, you know, it's, it's, I'm, as an NBA coach, um, I don't know. I'm not an NBA coach. Hopefully, one day I could be. Maybe you never know. But um, as a high school coach, you know, every all the kids, you know, understand no one's bigger than the program. At the end of the day, and I'm, I'm going to do what's best mm-hmm. for the program. If that means sitting you down and playing him or not playing. Any of y'all taking a loss, mm-hmm. um, the kids know this. You you respect the program first, but you talk about guys that make twenty million, right. and grown men. So NBA, I'm gonna play through Paul George. I'm just gonna make the tough decision. I'm gonna play through Paul George at the end of the day. I, you know, I think he's just the best. I think he's the best player on their team. Best. Ooh. yeah. Explain that. Yeah, I mean, it's six eight. You know, LeBron has has changed, you know, revolutionized the game now. So okay. Your best players are guys that can get the ball off the break, off the glass now, and, and push and push and start the break and can guard multiple positions, switch out. Um, Paul George, Giannis, LeBron, LeBron, uh, Kevin Durant. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a couple other guys in there. Some guys are probably not stars yet, or mm-hmm. not able to be a star, but are able to, to facilitate that role. Right. Um, so yeah. Yeah, Paul George <laughs> Go through that uh, way Yeah Do you think They have enough To challenge the Warriors <laughs> That's a tough question You answered the question yeah. Right I'm about to say That was <laughs> answer, <laughs> Yeah that, <laughs> I got a little bit of, You asked the question About just like God Yeah I mean No because I'm saying When I first heard About the trial Be honest I didn't like it mm-hmm. And I thought it was uh, You bring another score And what a You know Russ can be an enigma, you know. He yeah. <laughs> and yeah, you yeah. bring Paul George in, and Paul George, like I said, is how he feels for that day. You know, if he feels like he's jacking a bunch of threes, is you know, it's how he feels. But all clicking and together, and you got um, Stephen Adams. Mm-hmm. Stephen Adams. I think it's going to come down to the bench at the end of the day. Now gotcha. that I think about it. Andre Godala is, is is still the workhorse off the bench. Uh, Sean Livingston is in there, give you some minutes. <laughs> Um, Nick Young. That's I, crazy. Nick Young is talented, but I still always think he's he's Nick Young. Right. You never know, <laughs> you, you never know what he's capable of doing. I mean, he's 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 way more mature, more mature than he than he was when he was in, in Washington. But yeah, I, that's gonna be a good game. What you think? I think it's gonna be a good game. Uh, Miles, Steven Adams need to come to play that game. Uh, Roberson needs to come and play defensively. Mm-hmm. I just need to share the ball and play together. Right. And I think it'll be a really good 
it's a scoring game now, though. So that's yeah. the only thing, you know. Yeah, like basically, guys, you're gonna start if you can if you can't make a 15 foot, if you can't make the corner three at minimum, right. you're gonna start pulling you off the court. Mm-hmm. I was say defensively, how how would you y'all go about that about to defending Golden State? <laughs> so you know, just just like, what would y'all do? You look at the matchups. You got Russ. Would you match Russ? Strictly on um, what's his name? Curry. Curry. Would you have him running around with Clay and put Robeson on Curry? You know, yeah. like what would you do? I'm gonna get. I'm gonna let the extension. <laughs> <laughs> I probably would have Russ still Clay. Mm-hmm. Why? I really haven't thought that through. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Paul George, obviously, we know his matchup. That's a given. He walk on the court, you got 35 no matter what. <laughs> Melo could be that expected, though. Mm-hmm. Melo could be that expected, but they're going to play Andre Iguodala. They're not going to play the big guy too much. Um, Zaza. Mm-hmm. It's going to come down to – and then it is going to come down to your five best players at the end of the day. So it will be, let's see, Draymond, Draymond, Katie, Iggy, Clay, and stuff. See, then I think it, then it gets to what the Warriors have a championship pedigree at the end of the day. So right. If, it, if, it, if it's a close game or a close series, I'm going to go with the Warriors. Mm-hmm. Draymond Green is the X Factor. Yes. Uh, yes. Every game is there. Yes. We haven't got to the power forward list yet, though. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. I'm curious because I want to hear your list because I think, I think it's a guy that everybody forgets about. But, yeah, what's your, what's your list? Top five. It, I mean, it's pretty interesting right now with, with Blake playing the way he's playing right now. Blake Griffin is playing out of his mind right now. I mean, it's crazy how they just moved Chris Paul out of the way. And, yeah. You know that's my. You know that's what I was getting yeah, to. Everybody yeah. forget about him. Blake, I, mean, <laughs> I mean, Blake right now is tough because I think me and John hear about Blake. Yeah. It's all about staying healthy though for Blake. Yeah, you know, you, you, you gotta. And that kind of goes back to John Wall, not about being healthy. A lot of people say, well. I'm always in this debate. Well, why you got John Wall down? So you have to be able to win the big game at the big stage. True. You know, he's getting there though. He, he's every every year. Paul wow. Pierce leaving kind of set him back. Wow. Set his game back a little bit. If you watch, wow. The Boston, I, I I respected that shot. That was that was a, a big stepping stone. Yeah. And then you know you get the Boston, then you flatline again. Yeah. You know, so it's not about John Wall's talent. It's just about being able to step up in the big moments. Right. Okay. You know, a lot of people go back and say, "Hey, Kyrie Irving." He's got LeBron, but I'm, you know, he, he, he the LeBron kind of moves. LeBron does make things, he, he made things much easier for Kyrie Irving, but when it came to one on one and closing out, Kyrie Irving. Exactly. So. I'm glad, you, funny you mentioned that because I thought about this the last year that um, Paul Pierce was in D.C. and he lost his series to Toronto. Mm-hmm. And the reason I got so upset mm-hmm. with the coach was they stopped giving the ball to Paul Pierce in the clutch. I mean, and I just let that click. Like, wait a minute, John Wall is considered the guy, but I'm sitting there upset that you're not feeding the closer. You know what I mean? So that that speaks a lot about Wall. No, it don't. Yes, it does. <laughs> it that's it your team. He made that shot last year. So not to me, it don't because Paul Pierce is Paul Pierce was there to make the big shot and to elevate that team because he had the championship. I'm just saying, but at that like point, at that point in his career, they wasn't going to win without Paul. Paul Pierce is 
Paul Pierce's game ever since he was young and in Boston, his game was in slow motion. As he got older, it just got more proficient in slow motion. And he thinks the game through. Yes. It's a chess match for real. <laughs> so Paul Pierce revels in being the bad guy. Which is I hated it when he was in Boston. But I love it in DC. He revels being the bad guy. He revels being the reason that your team lost. So I mean, I'm a fan of the truth. I just don't like him in green. <laughs> oh yeah, that was bad. That, that was bad. bad. Yeah, that, was, that was very bad. So the top five power forwards. <laughs> power forwards. Wow. Um, Anthony. Oof. Mm-hmm. Anthony Davis one. I'm trying to not get I'm trying not to get caught up on what I've been seeing and trying to bring in more of a preseason thing. I would say Draymond two. Ooh. Blake three. Okay. That was before the season started. Now okay. I'm kinda of flip flopping and that. It's like Draymond Green is he's more of a, a star role player now. He's not needed to score as much with Kevin Durant, but we still you know able to score. So I'll go with, with him at three. See, the game is a little interesting because now you got you got threes playing fours now, fours playing five, so it's kind of which is true. But which I, is true. So it's kind of hard. You know, even the All Star game, it's kind of, it's kind of hard. <laughs> what? <laughs> you look this is why I, that possession needs to change his name, yo. To pop, okay. Yeah, it's forward now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> got to be a combo forward, or you a Yeah, but if we putting Drake, I'm mean, not Drake, Blake. There <laughs> <laughs> you go. <laughs> As a power forward Like that just Don't match up to me yo. I'm sorry you don't Draymond is more of a Power forward I'm not Draymond Cle- Blake's more of a Power forward than Draymond to me Again <laughs> He's he got a back he's a, he's a small forward Basically Hold up Blake No No um, Dray Oh He's oh, a small okay. forward Basically He's LeBron As far as, I mean not as far as Skill size But I'm sorry Skill set But as far as like measurements yeah. yeah. So he's more of a small forward But we're calling these guys Power forwards And most of their game Is around yeah. the perimeter When I think power forward I'm thinking You down low Getting boards and banging mm-hmm. Pause But that's gotcha. That's power forward to me gotcha. I'm sorry That's how I grew up with it That's close too Gotcha That was close Yeah um, The last two Like I said The position's kind of harder right now Because Carmelo's that's crazy. I wanted him to play power forward for like the bulk of his career. Paul I feel like he's yeah. better. He can take more advantage of his skill set down there at the block. Yeah, that's what's up. Yeah, so we'll uh, and five would be Paul Millsap. I think people forget about Paul Millsap. He's lunch pail type of guy. So Kevin Love is no way to the mix for you. No, you know what's crazy? I would say when he when he was with with the Minnesota Timberwolves, he was top ten in my list NBA. If I could find that post that I made that, that year, but top ten in the NBA overall now. Hmm. He's top ten though in power forward, but not not the top five. Yeah. Gotcha. Millsap does get forgotten about. He did a ton. He's kind of like in no man's land right his, now his in effort. Denver. And, but he's 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 in that undersized, yeah. back to the basket kind of role. He had to develop a, a fifteen footer. Now he can shoot three a little bit, just evolving with the times. I know with so many players like undersized forwards, 
that that played in the nineties in the nineties are so mad right now. Hmm. <laughs> like, bro, I couldn't make it because I was too small. You know what I mean for that yeah. position. And then, it's like, well, even not even that far back. Like Lonnie Baxter was an undersized four. He was a center. Well, undersized center, <laughs> but. No, he wouldn't make it. No, Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> he wouldn't make it. My bad, Lonnie. You wouldn't make it. <laughs> <laughs> My bad, guy. He wasn't gonna do it. He actually played a few years though. He actually yeah. bounced around a little yeah. bit. Yeah. I mean, Sean May bounced around for a few years too. So Who? Sean May. Sean May. Sean May. <laughs> Sean May was a top NBA draft pick, so he got. Yeah. yeah. He's, he's actually a coach now. Well, yeah. With North Carolina, he was. Oh, okay. He sits behind the bench. He's probably more like an assistant to Roy Williams. That's what's up. Who's um. Some of your coaching influences. I know you mentioned, you know, the the, the guys who gave you a shot in rec ball and everything. But right, right. Um, so we, we're speaking more intelligent. Not just period. Um, I, I would say one guy that's probably I don't mention enough. Bino Ransom is. A, I'm a big fan of Bino. He's the assistant coach in Maryland. Um, he's doing a phenomenal job. He's bringing in great recruits, recruiting the area. Mm-hmm. Two kids from St. Joe going there next year, actually. This year, I mean, one going, one is going coming in. One is a freshman this year, right? And next year, another one will be coming in. And Bino is a great recruiter. I just remember him being at Loyola and just working his way up to Xavier, and then coming back to Maryland. And then mm-hmm. when Gary Williams retired and Turgeon came in, he was still able to keep his job and continue to push through. So I'm a, I'm a real big fan of his story. Uh, in the professional ranks in college, um, once again, it's kind of crazy. It's like the Lakers. I'm not a big Duke fan, but I'm, I respect Coach K. I'm not a big dude. I, oh, man. I, I just come over here and start oh, a whole lot of controversy. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I understand. I, I, I respect the program, though. I, I will say Love that. Coach just, you know, some things you're just like, ah, I don't kind of like. That's I respect what, them. Right, and that's the thing with me. I'm not like a, a giant. I'm a Duke fan only because of Coach K. Right. Yeah. I mean, I'm, And that's what's crazy. I mean, like, I love Coach K. They're, like, bring, he's, they're, they're bringing in players. They're bringing in great players now. I love, I love Calipari. I think some people uh, give him a bad rap with recruiting and bringing guys in, but that's not a tough thing to do to coach a new team every year. That's, that's mm-hmm. very stressful. Mm-hmm. He, every, every year, I mean, probably one year when he had Archie Goodwin at Cruz, um, he made it to the, the NCAA tournament, the top um, Sweet 16, exactly. NBA championship. So he does a great job. And, and Billy D. I remember watching Billy D with Mike Miller and Ted Dupay and yeah. uh, Brett Walker, Donnell Harvey, your dad, uh, your Donnell Harvey, Corey Brewer, Corey Brewer, Tito Harvey, and he had Noah, Noah. Tate yeah, Noah. Noah. back to back titles. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Billy, Billy D's uh, Horford, Al Horford, yeah, Al Horford. I mean, he got it. Damn, that's a squad. He had That's what's up. That's won two national championships. You win without players, man. Right. Yeah. Dwight, what's which uh when you were at St. Francis, did um did you get like coaching under uh Mark Mark Archer as well? No, no sir. Oh you won that? Okay. What's coach what's coach like? Coach <laughs> I came. Got, yeah, what's what's he like? Uh, he's a really when we start practice next week. <laughs> 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 um, he's he's a really good coach, really good coach. Uh he teaches a lot of things. Very friendly, very outgoing. Uh, when practice comes, he turns it up. All that changes. He, he just wants to win. So, I really like him as a coach. Um, yeah. What 
what uh what made it easy for you to transition from St. Francis to Mount Carmel? You is coming from. You did come from a program that was pretty solid, and you know, recently winning titles and all. I would like to say, um, made it easier was probably the opportunity that he gave me. Because at St. Francis, I wasn't given many two opportunities. I wasn't given as many opportunities as mm-hmm. and what Coach Hakeem gave me. So it was just pretty easy. That's what's up. What's up? All right. Al, what you got? You got um, him giving a shout out to Coach K kind of threw me off. Bad thing. I'm a North Carolina fan. True blue. True blue. So y'all didn't get disappointed for what y'all was doing? Huh? <laughs> what were we doing? What were we doing? Everybody getting sanctions and all that. What happened? Nah. What were we doing? North Carolina ain't nothing. Nah. Got slapped on the wrist. Don't oh, do that again. Nah, that wasn't WP. That wasn't WP. Nah, that's called championship advantage. <laughs> <laughs> that's a, that's an interesting way of putting it. Okay, I got a question. Oh. <laughs> all right, coach. Uh, favorite conditioning. Wow! Ooh. Favorite condition for your kids, my kids. to break them in. <laughs> mm. I want Practice to is next week, though. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Don't about it. Dwight, like, yeah, hold me I, down. I, 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 I would say that the, my favorite for me is it's it's um I would say I call it something. I just think we call it, we call it fifty fives. Mm-hmm. I learned it from you know, one of the coaches, Coach Jones, who's been working with me for years. And you know you have five sprints in fifty five seconds. That's you know one of the things. Don't want to give too much up though. Right now, mm-hmm. don't want to give too many tricks up. But right, I mean, one of those things that we you know constantly breaking. But I mean, truthfully, it's more so mentally with, with us. You know, exactly. You know, so our, our thing is is just being there every day and just you know being a positive influence and, and not changing. It's times where as though we 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 don't agree. Mm-hmm. We don't agree, right or wrong. Um, but you know, the thing I try to show the kids, I'm here for you every day. I'm, I'm right in the. I'm in the village with your family. Mm-hmm. Right. I'm in the community mm-hmm. with you. You know, so it's going to be the same thing you you hear from your parents. You're going to hear from me, and vice versa. So right. it's more of a mental conditioning. Gotcha. What's your thoughts on AAU basketball? My thoughts on I mean, you you. you I grew up playing AAU. Um, I was able to to, to travel um, as a coach and a player and, and see some places I had never been before. So I, I love the experience. I think if you are able to play. And your parents can afford it. I think it's a good opportunity for you to get out there and you know showcase your talent, see where you you know you, you stack at against the, mm-hmm. talent, the other talents in the, in the country. Um, you don't really have AAU, more so the amateur athletic union. You don't. Have, it's not even really popular anymore, right? Because you have so you know at the end of the day, everything is about money, you right? Know, once everyone starts to when people started to notice, man, I can I can do the same thing. And then I can bring a writer in, I can bring a camera in, I can. And, you know, you have social media, so it kind of push AAU out, and of course, all the other rules. Yeah, like I said, if you can play, and the opportunity is there for you, go ahead. I think you should do it. Gotcha, gotcha. I'm gonna go back to where you said you coached women. Uh, yeah, women as well as uh, men. Uh-huh. 
what's the difference in the games as far as <laughs> the, the the first thing you have to to learn with with, with women because the girls team at my the girl the players of my girls team they get on me about this all the time. They say, Coach, we're not girls. We're, it's women's basketball. So gotcha. that's the first thing you have to know coming into the door. You're coaching women's basketball, but as far as on the court, um, I, I would say it's just you know showing once again you, you're all in. You know, so with girls you have to be consistent, but. The, the, one of the tougher things for me being a younger coach when I was, I think I was about 20, 27, 28, 26, somewhere around there, coaching high school girls, you you know, you, you have to find that right measurement to, to get on them. Gotcha. Um, you know, I hate to compare. It's kind of like being in a, in a relationship. It's, yeah, I'm mad, but, you know, I, I didn't mean it like it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but you're taking it all wrong, though, but I, I mean right. what I said. Right. <laughs> That's what's up. <laughs> Looking at your schedule. Matter of fact, I should ask you. Did you mark off December 4th? Is that marked on your calendar? Who's December 4th again? St. Francis Academy. <laughs> oh, all right. Cool. Well, that's good to know, though. Yeah. That's good. That's good to know. Not to cut you off, actually... Um, so I think that game has been moved. I have to double check. Oh, okay. It might, it might, I might be. And you have an asterisk by it. I think it might have been moved. Okay. Um, to, I want to say, is it at St. Francis? On the schedule? No, it says your gym. Okay, because they're, they're actually renovating our gym now. Okay. So we have to, couple, we're going to be able to play our first couple home games until the beginning of the year. Mm. So we're bringing in brand new bright lights and they're renovating. And, you know, we're going to try to turn it into Camden Indoor Stadium. Yes, sir. School, mm. So. We probably don't even play St. Francis to the beginning of the year, but that's going to be tough. Man, I'm sorry. I'm just thinking about it. Now. That's going to be tough. I, yeah, I was trying to wait till next week, like Wednesday, to start thinking about the season. Yeah. <laughs> St. Francis. Okay. It's going to be tough. Mm. Tough league. Real tough. Yeah, tough. Who? What's been your toughest? Because you mentioned you just like recently getting into the X and O's of the game. Um. Who's been the toughest coach to go up against as far as the X and O's, like the, the mental game of it? Hmm. Well, I, I guess I would say um, Pat, Pat, uh, Pat Clouchy at Clatchy, Pat Clouchy at St. Joe. He's got a lot of tradition. He actually started off, you know, as being an underdog. And he just kept working his way up, winning championships, and, you know, championships bring players. So, right. Um, I think my record, again, is St. Joe. St. Joe's and St. Joe uh, right now is it Irvington and Irvin Irvin Irvington and um, right there Wilkins Frederick area gotcha gotcha uh, it's great it's, it's, it's a good program but uh, my record against Clash isn't it's not favorable right now so <laughs> okay that's what's up what was it like coaching the, uh, Emmanuel Emmanuel is a, is a, is a, a great kid um, comes from a great family Actually, from up in Abbey Grace, yeah, off the county. Um, good, you know, church be thing, good church, and it, real, real family. To this day, you know, even when we see each other, you know, we're, we're competing against each other at the highest level we can. You know, it's still, you know, hugs and high after the game, after the game. But it's, it's all, you know, friendly rivalry. And they, you know, they they always say, you know, we appreciate you giving them opportunity to come in town and mm-hmm. just to get to know what's going on and see what he stacked up against. So when he went back, he was able to, you know, really push it. Yeah, so. that has to make you proud to, yeah. to to start from such humble beginnings 
And to see Brianna in the WNBA, you got Emmanuel committing to one and done university, as I call it from time to time. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it, it's got to be like, you got to be rewarding. Terry Nolan's, you know, Terry, George Washington. I, I would say, I mean, out of all, all the kids I work with right now, Terry Nolan, not more so the player and the things he was you know, able to do on the court for us, being a leader, but just his story. I was only mm-hmm. a, a, able to be a part of it two years, but just watching him mature as a young man and over those two, he's a phenomenal kid. Um, loves his family, hard worker, loves his school. I mean, he really, he really set the tone. It, you know, Terry Nolan really changed the culture at, at Mount Carmel for men's basketball. That's what's up. That's what's up. You 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 mentioned earlier about players that's like the better better players in the league. They just snatch the ball off the rim and go. Where would you rank Kawhi in it? Because. Hmm. As, no, as, as a as an all around player, because he's he's the type of guy in a league where you can't really touch the player, you know, he's still kind of like one of the better defenders. I mean, right now is you know it's, it's cutting off space. Yeah, really be it's more of a cerebral game now more than anything cerebral. Um, so you don't have to really go out there and be so physical. So right. Learn what's the quickest way to get to that spot. Right. You know, so I'm able to play longer. Uh, but for Kawhi Lenny, he's definitely top. He's only, you, know, you know, you know when you have to like really have to believe it when you don't want to have to. But <laughs> you know, you had that moment like I, I gotta really believe it. Like, Kawhi, not not his game. Not saying he's not a great NBA player. This is yeah. His, his rankings. It's like he did it the right way though. Yeah, he did it the right way. I mean, I remember you know being a young a, a young guy going out in to Vegas and. You know, I think I was watching Pacquiao or Mayweather, something, one of those fights, probably Mayweather back in the day. Kawhi Leonard was out there. He was he was working because a lot of the guys would go to the, the Impact Gym in Vegas and work. Yeah. And he's, he's there. He's there working. Wow. He's there. He's working. He doesn't have the feel um, or the natural talent such as a, a Kevin, Kevin Durant, LeBron, some other guys, but you can tell he's a hard worker and he believes in his coaching system. Gotcha. Anything? Who do you like tonight, Al? Because I know you got... That's a blowout. What, NBA? The two NBA TV games tonight. 7.30, you got Spurs and Celtics. What's the no Kawhi. <laughs> and then what? Spurs are rolling, though. Yeah? Lamar Aldridge is going great. I thought that was another notch on the belt of why Greg Popovich is the truth. He admitted to using Lamarcus Aldridge wrong. Because the way Aldridge like, played once he signed a contract, he said, you know what, that was my fault. I tried to change the way he played. And you look at him now, it's like, oh, yeah. That's the LaMarcus Aldridge yeah. we know. Okay. And it's just. Let's see it in the playoffs. Oh, here you go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I was solid in the playoffs. Here's the thing. Yeah. He was solid. Here's the thing. If there's any way possible for Pop to win and the Spurs lose, I'm for it. If there's any way possible for Coach K to win and do blues, I'm for it. Let me ask you a question, too. I hate to cross over the football. I want to stay in, the, yes. in basketball, but what about Belichick, though? Do you, do you have the same feeling towards him? Saying, you know, Not really. That is, yeah, it's like I, I hate every team in Boston. Let's just get that out there. Every single team in Boston, I hate. I, love, I like the Reds. I mean, I don't have to debate about it, but I like the Red Sox. I hate every single team there. 
But I'm, Belichick has been so great for so long. It's like it's pointless of hating him because you just know somehow, some way, he's going to wind up in the top four. So you just get the respect. So it's just all right. Whatever. <laughs> I don't know about Belichick though, because as easy as it is to say he's like a great coach, I don't know if it's all him. Because when you look at when you look at Belichick as a head coach before Brady, you didn't know who the hell he was. No, his record wasn't that great. You know what I mean? He was on hot seat. Yeah, and then now he gets Brady, and it's like, like how can you compare it? And stars it even got to line up, huh? Said the stars got to line up. I mean, Bill Walsh got Joe Montana. Stars got to line up. Yeah, but then, but 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 basketball, far as coaching and football, is so so different because you got you got to truly rely on offensive coordinators and defensive coordinators. Whereas in NBA, well, in the basketball world, the head coach, even though he has assistants, mm-hmm. he does have a lot more of the responsibility as far as the X's and O's. So that's why that's kind of it's kind of difficult for me to say that yeah, Belichick is this without without saying that his success isn't because of Josh McDaniels. We've been there for so long, you know what I mean, or or how? Josh though, right? Huh? Did he win without Josh? When Josh went to Denver, I got to look that up. I don't know if they if they won. Cause I know he won with Charlie Weiss. Okay, and Romeo Fresnel. That's a hell of a defensive coordinator. <laughs> I'm it just is. saying. It's a hell of an offensive coordinator. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That that's coaches. my thing. So I don't know. If, I don't know. Like, how much is it? Is it him? You get on Har- John Harbaugh for saying he's a game manager. He's not a head coach. He's a he's a manager of of okay. temperature, of yeah. climate. Of he's, a, he's, he's, he's that manager. Speaker. He's a motivational speaker. Mm-hmm. My thing is how how like where's the proof that Belichick jumps in and do things successfully, whereas when he was on his own, it wasn't successful. That's my thing. Like as a defensive coordinator with the Browns, he had some success, he but then it's like. The defense was he the defensive coordinator when the Patriots went to the Super Bowl under Bill Parcells? I don't know. He might have still been with the Browns then. Okay. He was so, a linebacker coach and he was a coordinator for both those teams. Let me see. For the the. I know the Patriots the didn't win the for the Giants. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. So I know the Patriots went when they lost to Brett Favre, but I think he was on that coaching staff too. It's maybe a defensive coordinator. He was a coordinator in 91 and 95 with the Browns. He been a head coach. He been a head coach in New England since 96. Let that sink in. So he went to the Super Bowl. With he Bob did Brady. he did go without Brady. I give him that. But it's still it's like his dominance has been they play the uh, Packers. Yeah, and they play by five. Right. right. I forgot about I that one too. I thought Parcells yeah. was the coach today. Right, but you see that it's like, oh, that was Belichick. I mean, it, I, I hate to say it, but that was sports was dominated by Michael Jordan at that time. Ain't nobody care about baseball. <laughs> <laughs> nobody care about football at that time. You ain't lying, shucks. You had Mike and you had Penny and you had Shaq. That was what Barry. dominated sports for me. You had yeah, you had Barry, you had Emmett, but I'm Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, I'm Barry. watching Shaq and Joy. <laughs> well, we know you were Emmett fan. Not like Barry says, he was alright. He was alright. And you had Marshall, but he went. That's my thing. He went no Marshall. Fuck. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, <laughs> basketball's on. I'm watching Jordan, Shaq, Penny, Worthy of yeah, 
If not, Al, uh, Nick Quick, Eddie Jones. Wow. You know that squad. Jesus. <laughs> bring back some, some memories now. Yo. All right, Al. Let's let's do this. Let's get these picks in real quick. Let's get these NFL picks. I mean, what's y'all take on 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 the Ravens? Y'all follow the Ravens? I don't no. Follow I like. It. <laughs> you see how how certain? Uh, I got no time for it. <laughs> what you think? Um, I don't really have, I don't really follow the NFL as very closely as I do the NBA. Um, Ravens. It seems like it's a lot of. Negative energy, I would say, mm. in the atmosphere. I don't know if it's just because of what's going on in the whole NFL. Or ah. You know, it's a lot of negative yeah. energy. Yeah. You, it's hard to run a program with negative energy around you. Yes, sir. Any type. Any yes, type. sir. Because so. the fans don't know what they're talking about. That's true. Well, that's true. I mean, Baltimore runs going to be Baltimore run. So. I, call them, I call them Cleveland Raven fans. Damn. <laughs> Sheesh. Who do you who do you watch in the NBA? Are you favor one team or are you no, that are you that coach that just like I gotta see everybody? I, got, I, I have to. I, I follow players. Okay. Yeah, I follow players. So right now I'm following Giannis. Giannis. I don't want to say his last name. I think I messed up out of two. Greek friend. Yeah, Greek. Yo. He's. I, I seen that coming last year though. Yes. Yeah, I seen that coming last. Yes. Year. Giannis, Giannis, yes. Definitely. Yes. He's pushing. Yes. Oof, that small four right now with Kawhi hurt. He's three. I mean, he might even be pushing Durant right now. Yeah, LeBron, that's tough. Maybe. I mean, that's tough. Yeah, but I, I follow him. Um, obviously, LeBron, um, Paul George, I, you know, Carmelo, Russ, uh, Blake is interesting right now. Mm-hmm. Watch. And I, right now, I'm kind of excited about the rookies, though. I think it's one of the best rookie classes in years, probably. Yeah, as close as probably '96. Yeah. The Nationals got yeah. Marbury next yeah. Uh, Deion Fox, I love Deion Fox. Um, ben Simmons is technically a rookie. <laughs> Dennis Smith, he's my dog. He's a dog horse. Yeah, I like him. Yeah, Dennis, yeah, Dennis that's Smith. my favorite. Dennis, yeah. Dennis Smith. Dennis Smith. Yeah. Dennis Smith so, Markel Fox is interesting. Yeah. Um, What's up with the free throw? Like, where did that come from? Was it his shoulder? I think it's a shoulder. Yeah. Is, is that that's why they switched to him shooting that way? I think it's a shoulder. Then, then that's an L. That's an L for the program. If his shoulder is that bad, you trying to alter it the way he shoot a free throw, just shut him down. Like you've been shutting down number one picks for years. Right. <laughs> like, I don't. I don't. I didn't understand that. That's crazy. Who do you think is? You know, can I ask you a question? Oh, of course. <laughs> Who do you think is going? Who's your pick to win the NBA Rookie of the Year? I said it was Simmons. Off the back is Simmons. Simmons it, is it, like a, that's that's my yeah, thing though. Let's, Technically, let's, it would be Simmons. Taking out Simmons, who will be? All right, so. Taking out Simmons, I take my dog horse first. Mm-hmm. Donovan Mitchell in Utah. Yeah. That's my Not dog horse. Much pub right now, but yeah. Right, but his game, it's like, it's like he he adjusted so well so early mm-hmm. to the NBA style of play, and he just fits in. And you see him, he get clutch minutes. He makes solid baskets. His he made good decisions on the court already. I think. You gotta take your hats off to Quinn Snyder for just kind of like making that transition easy Patino. for him. You know, think Patino. Well, Patino, of course, I gotta give. Yeah, because yeah, because most of his yeah, most of the players that come from there are ready to go yeah. in a sense. Yeah, from a mental standpoint. Yeah. So who will come? I know that was my dog force. Um, I don't want to be a homer. I do not want to be a homer. Just go ahead and say it, Lonzo. 
I can't. I got no. I can't be a homer. Why not? No, I can't do it. Why not? I can't do it. Cause that wouldn't be right. I can't be a homer. Just not root for Lonzo to get it. Man, <laughs> be Tatum. It'd be Tatum though. Tatum. You might watch just been a homer. No, I get, it's Tatum, man. I think the injury to Hayward put even more pressure on him to like produce so early. And he's handling extremely well so did far. Watch, did you watch him at Duke last year? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Did you watch him at Duke last year? Oh. <laughs> he wasn't really good last that, year. But that's the but thing, though. That class. He was. I mean, they had guys hurt, too, though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, the class this year, coming in for Duke, is probably. If they gel, it's probably the best class since, like, Bulza, Williams, Batty ain't up. Better than Trey Jones. Okafor. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, they had a good class Winslow. there, too. Winslow. Guys, Winslow, Winslow they, that was a good class. I guess it remains to be seen because those guys are not really, they're not really great pros, though. Nah. Okafor been on the trade block since day one for some reason. I guess he a nutcase. You got to get in great shape, though. You got to be in great shape. Wow. At that size, you, you look at the Marcus cut. So you got to do the uh, centers. Oh, that's easy. <laughs> I think I think Sinners is probably DBC easier than be number one. Who? Cousins. Cousins. I'm trying to think. Can I even argue somebody better than Cousins at center? Nah, there's no way. There's no way. Forty and eighteen, like last week, like there's, all there's week. No way. <laughs> Anytime you're the best three point shooter on your team, and you're still getting fifteen boards. They don't have three three point shooters. <laughs> no, they don't. But I'm like, damn. Four more is pretty decent. But. Like you can still hit a three and then go grab fifteen balls, and still get a four. Demarcus Cousins probably one of the top talent, just talent alone. Yeah, probably one of the top ten talent, top five almost. Yeah, mental. Mental. What you thought of the move though? To him going there I, for the Pelicans, I, I mean, it's all it's about market. Yeah, they're not going. They're not going to sign anyone to come in and play with Anthony Davis. So they had to trade and they had to swing for the fence. Um, they took a, a gamble on DeMarcus Cousins, but the way the game is played right now, do you want to have DeMarcus Cousins and Anthony Davis out there at the same time at the end of the game? When and that's that's difficult. Because, so. you, you, I mean, I think that's where, the, where they're lacking at now is trying to find that balanced late game. Yeah. We got Rondo there to hopefully help out. I don't, I don't think, I think he's a little hurt right now. Yeah, he he been out yet. So, he ain't played yet. I mean, they, they, it, it comes down to guys that can get it off the backboard and start to break. Right. And switch. Right. Switch out different players. AD is definitely one of those players that'll go get it off the backboard. Yeah. Do they Do they stay though? Take him. Do he stay? He better not. Do cousins stay? Because Davis know. signed the extension like a few years ago, mm-hmm. but does does cousins stay? Better not. Don't I, do I, it. I don't think you can win. And New Orleans will probably have to win with homegrown talent. True. Uh, to win, you know, the place at New Orleans, it's gonna be hard to get guys to you know go there. Right. Um, I think uh, Duke played. I think he kind of held them up a little bit. Um, was his name? Austin Rivers? Oh, yeah. Austin, Austin <laughs> Rivers held. <laughs> yeah, I forgot he was there. Yeah. I really you know did. I mean? That's old little argument. You know, now he's in LA, and Chris Paul's looking at his father. And now I'm hearing that some of the riff that they that started the riff, mm. but he he set them back. Mm. That bit. Why Chris Paul not in your top five anymore? 
You've been, you, 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 <laughs> I'm just you've wondering. Been, you've been debating me, but you haven't been. We haven't debated yet. No, I ain't you debate know, you. I'm just know, wondering. You, you know, you know. No, no, because I'm like, I'm like, Paul. For me, he's not. It's hard for me to take him out of my top five because yeah. the way I value the way the point guard position is played. But I respect why other people take him out. So I just want to hear your reasoning why. This was the first year I ever took him out. Like every year, I'm Chris Paul. I'm Chris Paul. Got to put the ball in Chris Paul hands. Um, but you got to change for change. And you right. See right now, he's already. I mean, I, I heard he was hurt, but I don't know how he's going to fit in with James Harden. Yeah. You know I mean, you have to be able to play. Um, I would say behind the ball. Right on the same line with the ball and in front of the ball. Now the gotcha. way the game is played. And gotcha. You, you know, so if you're playing behind the ball and you're going like this to a six-six point guard, six-six guard that can start to break, handle the ball, and die, you're, in, you're technically in the way now. True. Um, but he has the game. It's not more so. Like I said, everybody has a role. Is are you are you willing to accept it now? Right. Share the ball and shoot more threes. Right. I watched his um his little like documentary did mm-hmm. and. One thing he constantly said was how he got tired of always having to do things. Always had to get people in positions. Always had to had a ball in his hands and start the break and go with the flow. And he said he'd been dying for years to get to play off ball. And I'm looking at it like that's interesting because he's such a one NBA now he's such an undersized guard and to play off ball it's kind of Right, but 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 the thing is that like, he's such a naturally great point guard, you know what I mean? And he probably got the best mid range jumper <laughs> as a point guard. Yeah. So now it's like, all right, how how does that dynamic? Are he gonna be spotting up, waiting to shoot a three? That or I mean, you got change or change. You become a second team, lead the second team now. Yeah, yeah well, damn, they, they might have to do that. Well, damn. they might because his first game. He didn't. It's like he didn't know how to fit in. Mm-hmm. It was just look. Look, I mean, even in the documentary, you can tell that's going to take some time. Yeah, that's going to take some time. I thought. He, I thought he was better off just signing it and signing. At least the ball was already in your hands. They they couldn't force you out. They still right. had to sign you based on the market. Right. They may not have wanted you, but right. They had to work it out. Two hundred wow. million. Yeah. Mm. But you know, in that days, he said fifty. If you got one fifty, the same as two hundred. So yeah, yeah, I guess. I guess, man. I would like to have that problem to find out. You ain't lying, <laughs> boy. <laughs> I think, I don't know. I, I think they'll get it together. I like OKC, but if if they can get that dynamic to work, they may challenge um, Golden State better than OKC would to me. Ooh. Houston. Simply because, well, I'm saying that because they don't have to adjust too much. It's kind of like you got to fit Chris in right. to the system. The only way I can see the war, the Rockets beating the Warriors. If, if I ain't saying beating. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's only one team in the West that could possibly beat them in seven. San Antonio. Yes, and that's simply because when they picked up Rudy. Rudy's playing well, and you can go with a small ball lineup yeah. where you could play. Lamarcus at the five, but and can, then, he, can he guard? He doesn't. He doesn't I, look like he's. He I leave he's him. Healed, but he doesn't like he's as mobile as he, he used to be. To guard Draymond, 
That's my thing. I, listen, you take him. Yeah, that's my thing. You gonna have to work. That's that take that assignment. I put Kawhi. You get KD. That's what I'm saying. Like Aldridge could play um play the five and put Rudy at the four, Kawhi, and then you know your combination in the backcourt. OKC could outscore the Warriors, but I don't know about four, that, four games. Though. Yeah, stop them for four. Yeah, you have to outscore them for four games. You got to outscore them and stop them somehow for four. So I can see them outscoring them, but it'll be a one thirty-five to one forty type of game. What's your thoughts on that? Because you you like go to state a player team that's say say the Cavs. They go on a run where they just blow the Cavs straight out. And then another night they play the Lakers, and they lose. Like this is like like the last couple years, their their championship run, the seventy three winning team. Even last year, they struggled against the Lakers. Like how does that how does that happen? You know, basketball is a, <laughs> it's a mental. I mean, it's a mental. It's the mental grind. I don't think it's more so the who's better um, pound for pound. It's just a mental grind. You might you might your team might have played. Four games and five nights, and my teams might have played four games and five nights last week. Mm-hmm. This week, I'm just at home. You're coming to me. I'm catching on the back to back, and I'm just I'm telling my guys, look, we're going right, we're going right after them. There's no no prisoners, you know. Just hopefully we we'll get to a point where though, even if you guys make a run, it won't it'll be too late. Right. We started so early, but they're gonna make a run. Right. And the shots gonna start falling eventually. That's the game. It's a game of runs. We off air. We was talking about Lonzo, and I, I want your thoughts on Lonzo Dwight. Like his, uh, we think about his his shot. Like Al mentioned off air that he don't think. Yeah, yeah. He don't mention he'll get uh, fifteen a game. He won't be a fifteen points per game point guard. What you think? As uh, since you've been watching him, as he gets comfortable. I feel as though he could be a 15-point player. Um, right. He's still adjusting to the league. I've been watching him since high school, like, on social media and stuff. Yeah. So, he he can do it. He just has to believe in himself and adjust to the, to right. the game. Right. Side him over. What you think? 15 in the game? Can he be, a, like, a double-double type of point guard? It's tough because... The ball's already in his hand, and he's such a pass-first point guard, and he's always looking up the floor. So it's going to come down to making the three ball, mm-hmm. and sticking that when that ball reverses around, and they you know they sag off him. And he's got to be able to stick that shot, and then make all his free throws. Right. A couple of drives here and there. Eventually, the lane will open up. Cause yeah. They they won't know how to play him because he's such a great passer. Right. But twenty and twenty-five, he have to be on a bad team to do wow. something like that. I would think. I like that. Did you hear what he just said? He would have to be on a bad team to do that. So he just kind of admit the Lakers ain't that bad. He's <laughs> <laughs> so long. I've been getting on the Lakers. I've been getting on the Lakers. I've been getting on the Lakers. But I, I, I like I like Magic Johnson um, leading them as, as the president. Um, whoever the last regime was, I just thought they were just. They were still hanging on to what happened. What was that ninety nine? Yeah, thousand. Just holding on. Yeah, that was football. Yeah, mm-hmm. different sport. You gotta let stuff go. It's time to move on. It's time to move on. What happened? Oh, my bad. Something about that game. My bad. Yeah. Oh, my bad. 
How do you handle the uh, coaching in the social media era? And how do you, as a high school player, you know, how does that impact your game? Like, do you have, like, you know, putting YouTube clips together, like mixtapes and all that? You know what I mean? How do, how do y'all handle that dynamic? As 11th grade and senior year, I tend to, like, push that away and don't even focus on it and just play. Okay. For me, as a coach, um, I've, you know, just learned to, to change, you know. just I'm more mindful of what I post. Um, just knowing that people are always watching me more so because, you know, you're always recruiting. You're always trying to sell your program. You never know right. when there's an opportunity to sell your program. Who knows? Especially with WikiLeaks now. So yeah, everybody's connected to everybody now, so you yeah. just don't know who knows who. So I try to make sure I do you know a good job of being mindful of what I post, uh, what I'm talking about, my opinions and comments at the end of the day. Gotcha. How has that been? The re- just recruiting period, being being such a, I can't even say a young coach, coach no more because I mean you've been you got. You got some roots it, now. I mean, in the league, I'm, I'm technically I would say I'm young. Still a young. Yeah, okay. In the league, in the sense of just. This has only been my third year okay. being a varsity coach. Um, so, but recruiting, recruiting is fun. It, you know, it got to a point where I just had to say, you know what, I got to believe in my resume. You know, what I mean, like I, I've been, I've done this for a while. I know what I'm doing. Um, I'm, I'm more than willing to help as well as to set help. I understand. I don't know everything, so uh, just try, try to be humble, but you have to be proud at the same time. So it's a fine line, right? That you draw, you walk. Gotcha. Cause I always, you know, you never been a real like braggadocious type of person. You know, even when we played, you know, at Garnville, it was like, oh, get King the ball, he's gonna score. <laughs> but it was still kind of like right. that leader. You still had that leader mentality, and still was like, all right, I ain't gonna be right. be that. Yeah. But as recruiting scene, it's kind of got like you gotta yeah. promote yourself in a sense. I mean, after a while, you 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 get to that point where you know you're like. You know, I can do it too. Right. And just, it's not something I'll, I'll say to a coach or anything. It's just the mind frame you have. Yeah. You know, I understand you've been in this, you know, coaching this league for a long time and working with you. But I've done, I've done things too in my community. Gotcha. You know. Where do you, where do you look to recruit players at? Um. Without giving away too yeah. much. <laughs> that's, right now, we, yeah. that's off air. No, no, Only no, answer I, that I, one. I would say, I would say not, not much where I look to recruit players because long as you're able to get to the school, because they have a bus that goes around the whole Beltway, so there's, there's an opportunity for everyone to come you know, come to the school, no matter where you're from or where you reside in, Hartford County, Anne Arundel County, Baltimore County, East, West. Um, but I'm more so um, looking for, 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 for great families. Try to recruit families because any day you gotcha. know, you're going to grow with these kids, um, and you have to make sure, like I said, you you got you have a village system going on. Everybody's working together. Mm. Everybody. So when you know when he goes home, I, I want I want him to hear the same. I want him. I'm going to be saying the same things that his mother's probably telling him, and vice right. versa, or his father, or or so whoever's the guardian in the house. You know, making sure we just all as a village system. So would you pass on the kid who didn't have a a good support system at home? But was really talented. 
No. No, and you know what's crazy? I actually, not, I'm not trying to hit the plug it, but I just started a, a mentoring program for That's young males. Up. You can plug it. Yeah, why, why would you hate to plug that? Like, no. <laughs> plug it. Hey, throw that in there. It's, it's a plug. I'm still getting used to it. It's a plug. Okay. But um, it's a mentoring program called Hoops. It stands for helping others, helping others attain personal strength. And, um, you know, I just work with kids. I work on the, Some of the kids on the basketball team, some of the kids outside of it. Uh, we you know we do different things, take them out, we talk to them, and just check on their grades. And the program has been going on for you know ten years now. I've been doing it, but now it's officially a business. So thing. next spring, I'm going to be looking to put the programs in place. So, but to answer your question, no, because like I said, I, I, if I get, I have to be able to get through to someone. If, sometimes you can just get through to the kid. You don't even have to. You have, I mean, you still have to communicate with the parent because they're still the parent. But the, the kids are mature enough, whereas though. You go straight to him, yeah. you know. So, and there's some kids like Dwight. You know, when he got to our school, it was a, it was it was a change, and you, know, you probably fought it a little bit just being that it was different. That's what you right. do as a young man, you know. Right. So, but now it's more of like I tell him, I'm I'm out your way, you know. I taught you right from wrong, you know. Sometimes we'll come back and we'll talk about it because sometimes you need to be you know be reminded. But at the end of the day, like I, this your show, I, I'm exactly. living through you. Gotcha. <laughs> I'm living through you. How do you handle um, when you when you don't get through to a kid and you kind of like you you see the talent is there and it's just like off the court stuff just takes them away because <laughs> that kind of like this is this is like my first year of well we had a player on our team that was that's like uber talented but it's just like he don't get it. And he's, he, you see the road that he's going down. Like, how do you, how do you handle that? You know, I just try to be a, a, a everyday guy uh, with the kids, making sure my message stays the same. So, eventually, you hope that the kids understand that you know that coaches, you know, he's still here. You know, we in our program, we spend probably more time during the season, more so, but more time with them than they probably do with the actual families. Mm. You know, being that they're in the school setting and then they right. come for after hours and exactly. stuff like that. So I just try to make sure I'm an everyday guy telling you the same thing. Same thing. And just right. hope when that light bulb click. And like I said, you just you get to a point and you just you just sitting back and you got your arms folded behind your head and you're just watching them. Like right. yeah. You know what's up? I got a a question for you. There's a, a certain dynamic in high school that mm-hmm. Like, put a big damper on hoop dreams for a lot of people in this city. A lot of greats that played, and it was a dynamic high school called Girls. <laughs> <laughs> How do you handle that aspect? What, like the female aspect? Yes, like like balancing, like staying mentally focused on what you have to do and not letting that sidetrack you. Uh, I tend to just. Focus on my on my books in in basketball, and then all the social stuff come after. So females, I tend to push away because sometimes they're they're definitely most of the time. Hey, I'm just saying it's a distraction. As growing up as a man, as a young man, that's that's a huge distraction. Mm. Other than like you know, trying to like fit find your role on the team. Well, as you mentioned in St. Francis, not getting the opportunities. Those are some other, like, distractions that you had to deal with on top of everyday life. So, 
Yeah. But strictly just books, focusing on that and ball, that's keep it. you in it. That's what's up, man. That's what L. Nothing. Oh, okay. That's a great like, answer. You like you reminiscing though. <laughs> hey, I was. That's kryptonite. <laughs> that's what I call kryptonite back in the day. I swear. Man. Oh, get these picks in real quick. Let's get these, right. let's get these NFL picks. Um, so we're going to start with tonight's game. We already said yeah, Chiefs. Yeah, we did that. Thursday night game, we got Bills at the Jets. Why would anybody watch that game? I don't know. I'm going to be working. That, what, they, what NBA should do is they should put, like, I hope it's a Cavs game on that night. <laughs> it got to be, like, or a Warriors, something to get some. No, ain't nobody watching that. No. I don't even want to pick that one. Bills. Bills. Um, they five and two. Yeah. Texans is going to win that one. Texans and Colts. Oh, Texans going to win that one. Jeez. Is Andrew Luck a bus? No. How? So. What you mean how? He's he's, he's not a bus. And you gave him eighty million guarantee. He's not a bus. No. RG three is a bus. RG three is not even in the league. That's a he that's a true bus. More. He's not in the league, but neither is Andrew Luck. He's in the league. He, <laughs> he's on the team. Alright, okay. I'm just asking. I'm just I have been so wondering. I'm gonna just say Joel Embiid is a bust. No, he's playing. He's actually playing. He played thirty games. But he's Wait, still so playing Andrew now. Play more than that. No <laughs> thirty games mean more than Philly than they ever did in uh, the coast right now. I can't uh, I like I, Andrew Luck, so I'm I got you. Yeah, I like Andrew Luck. I like him. I'm just, I'm just wondering. It's like, when do we say? Can they do what Philly is doing? Can what they do what Philly is doing? What you talking about? And tanking? Yes. No. Ain't, no. Need a Hell no. 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 You know why? You, mean, no. you know why? Because they had all them picks last year and all that money, and they give them no line or no picks. Mm-hmm. So okay. they ain't. If they tanking, they ain't taking right. Malik Hooker is out for the rest of the year. <laughs> the first time he's going in the right direction by getting a defensive person. Like, come on, man. They, and after they lost the AFC Championship game, they should have got tried to go get two. And that's what that's what happened. Oh, can, can we can we discuss that real quick? We spent too much. No, we spent picks. You're right. But <laughs> if you ever put up, if you ever sign a quarterback to eighty million, and you put up an AFC Championship participation banner. Just That's know your quarterback ain't gonna be anything. Oakland got one, and he ain't been in the AFC Championship. Damn, he ain't got a banner though. <laughs> Best regular season player, probably. Best yeah. comeback regular season player. That's they crazy. actually put a AFC Championship participation banner in your stadium. <laughs> For you to do that, Yo, you deserve to lose. That's disrespectful. You deserve to lose. What's the next one? Bengals at Jags. Bengals. I think it's gonna be closer than people think, but I still got the Jaguars. Bengals. I got Bengals. AJ starting to heat up. I'm going Bengals. Um, Y'all can chime in too if you like. I'm not. I'm not heavy on football. Yeah. I give a pick here and there, but all right. Buccaneers and the Saints. Saints go six in a row. You just love that, don't you? Not really. I, I should be on the love it. I picked them to win right, the division. Even to win, I picked against them. Exactly. <laughs> you picked New Orleans to win. To win the division. Yeah. You pick up someone though, or they, someone got healthy because they they were pretty. I like the. They just playing well. They playing well. They playing well. They playing well. Well, I picked them before the season because of um, certain draft picks they made. And like, Peyton's still the coach. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why I picked them. They, they bounce back. They, they'll beat the Buccaneers. 
long as Mike Evans give me 130 yards and a touchdown, I'm good. <laughs> Rams. Rams so, going to destroy the Giants. Everyone agree? They ain't going to destroy the Giants. Yeah, Rams going to destroy them. Y'all keep sleeping on the Rams. Because last <laughs> week you said that and the Rams won. What? The other week I was here. It don't matter. When y'all picked the Rams to lose to somebody, I said the Rams going to get them. They still the Rams. That's fine. As long as they get in. I said, we're not even nowhere near the playoffs right now. Right. Second in the West. Falcons and Panthers. Ooh. I'm going to go to the Panthers. The Falcons are struggling right now. I'm going to the Panthers. Long as, yeah, I'm going to the Panthers. Maddie is who I said he is. Eagles. I'm going with Eagles. Eagles. I'm going with the Eagles, man. They gonna hurt so many fans. I'm gonna go with Eagles. Yeah. yeah, they might That's be. Fine. They might be a candidate for one and done. Right? Hey, you hear that from me? Those teams are right. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's different from the Eagles because they always either one and done or don't get the Super Bowl. Right? But they're gonna get their first week by and then be oh, one and done. Petty. That's oh, petty. That's petty. I'm just right. saying that's just. I'm an Eagles fan. That's how their pedigree that's petty, is. Yo. <laughs> that's how their pedigree is. They just. Ugh. That's what. Torrey Smith gonna go farther than the Raiders. Chill. That's possible. Does that, yeah. that hurt you a little bit? Not at all. Damn, I can't wait to take him back. Simply because he got the ring. <laughs> 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 uh, we ain't gonna talk about that. I think yeah, because that's that's a battle of the number one pick. Skip that game. Cardinals are forty. Yeah, skip that one. Redskins and Seahawks. Ooh. Seahawks got something Seahawks. to prove. Ooh. I hope they, they got had something, something to prove. I'm going with the skins. And the, uh, no, I'm not. One person. No, what, cause Cousins? Yeah. Nah, it. but I'm going to see us because Russell Wilson going to find a way to win this one. Like he did last week. Like he did yeah. last week. My man. Yeah, Especially against the Redskins. It's like Redskins be almost in that game against the Seahawks, and then Seahawks be like, nah. Right. <laughs> and with their offensive line is in shambles right now. Like yeah. Sheriff was one of my favorite lines. Sheriff, is he out for, for the year? He's pretty much out for the year. That's and then Moses mean. got hurt the same game, plays before. So yeah. Was it Mercy? Trent got hurt the week before. Right. I mean, how long is this? I don't know. That's, yeah. Seahawks. Yeah, Seahawks. Chiefs at the Cowboys. Dallas. Chiefs. At the Cowboys? At Dallas. Dallas. I'm going to say the Cowboys because they still need to, uh, they need to stay in that, uh, the hunt for the division on the playoff. Right? He ain't get suspended yet, so. <laughs> I'm going with Dallas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they ain't made to stop the run. Raiders at Dolphins. Oh my God! Sunday night game. Is that wrestling on that night? I no. Sunday. Um, Walking Dead back. So yeah, we'll say Walking Dead is back. So y'all good. <laughs> um, Watch the Raiders. I got the Raiders. I got the Raiders. Also, I'm be back. I still got the Dolphins. Oh, man, forget uh, him. No. Dolphins. I want the Dolphins to win. You want them to win? Because I'm I'm telling everybody how, what Oakland really is, but nobody want to believe me. So, all right. So we going back to the Ravens and Titans game? Yes, sir. All right. Go ahead, pick. Y'all pick. So who y'all, who y'all think going to win? I think Titans going to win. Yes. I just don't believe in our defense. I don't care what we're going to say. As much mm-hmm. struggle as we have offensively, I don't believe in our defense at all. We put too much money and investment into defense, and you can't stop about. Sorry. Nobody would have believed you if you said the Ravens was 30th against the run and 5th against the pass. <laughs> but that's <like> that. <laughs> Nobody would believe you. Like, what? 5th against the pass? I would have. 
Thirtieth against the run and fifth against the pass. Yes, before this, before the oh, year, before the season, no, <laughs> right before the year. Like, how yeah, seeing how our corners are playing, yeah, I, I believe that. Yeah, I'm just saying before the year, like man, you smoke ready, like yeah. something. With Brandon Williams, you think gonna be healthy? And CJ, and the depth and the defense line that we had. Come on, huh? Yeah, right. I'm. Y'all both picking the Titans, right? Yeah, yes. Titans. Last I think that Marlon Brown gives it the dead, the dead leg, cut yep. back, keep moving. Stretch runs. Because if they don't stop, if they're going to have to stop the run. The Ravens want to stop the run because Mariota can't run yet. He can't run full speed. Say it again. He can't run full Say it speed. Say one more time. So he went to Rodham's arms. Arms not that accurate. And say it one more time. Arms not that accurate. He can't run full speed. That's why I'm picking the Ravens to win this game. You because do know they can just hand the ball off 20 something times and we. Now that that team can't stop, they it, have. But then that means they have. They would, have power backs. Okay, I believe we'll stop I, those power backs. I believe okay. in our offense to get field goals with Joe on the field better than I would. You know, let's just pray Joe makes it to the game. Sure. Harbaugh said he. Harbaugh said he would make it, but you he know how Harbaugh back. is. Let it been five years ago. Joe would have came back in that game. and He'd have played. He probably would have remembered the rest of the game. Yeah, I'm. I'm going with the Ravens. They're gonna stop the run. Okay. I don't see it because they. Th- no, their offensive line is banged up. Their running backs. They have the type of backs where they gotta take thirty some carries just to get going. That's fine. They're gonna sacks? get fifty. No, nah, they're gonna stop we, it this time. How many sacks did we get last game? Two. I remember the one half and half with CJ and Levine, and I remember Suggs and Zadarius. All right, so if we get two, half. three sacks, I'll say we win the game. But right now, I how he gonna sit in the pocket? He can't move, and his t- his tackles is gone. You know how Suggs be when it's random tight ends. All right, so I think we got him. We got no. I think we got them. We got them. Exactly. I think we got them. Walker's hurt. Corey Davis hurt. Mariota is hurt. The offensive line is hurt. Still had Delaney Walker. My start lineup for next week. Good. No, I'm, I'm I didn't remember him grabbing his knee when he fell. So, um, so for those oh, speaking know. fantasy football, on the bye week we have the Bears, the Browns, the Chargers, Vikings, Patriots, and Steelers. So adjust your lineups. Most definitely. We appreciate y'all for coming out, man. Thank you. Definitely yeah. appreciate you. Yep, just need you to sign the wall as we do yeah. all of our special guests that come through. Um. Continue listening to Sideline Talk on Instagram and on Twitter at the Sideline Talk. <laughs> Hashtag Sideline Talk for Facebook. You know you normally do this. <laughs> I was wondering why you just sitting there just flustering through it. And on POF, go look us up on the POF app. Yeah, we on there too. Instagram, Facebook, Twitter at the Sideline Talk. Um, what's that? iTunes. If you miss the show, we uh, listen to it on, listen to it on uh, the podcast on iTunes. Shout out to uh, China too, Japan. Remember. Shout out Hong Kong for listening. Germany listening. That's Germany. that's love. Shout out to y'all as well. The What's tradi- our language? Right. So the tradition we started this year was we 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 want the autograph because we see greatness in the people that come in this room. We know y'all gonna reach the top. Level of whatever y'all do, and we just thank y'all for um for choosing us to to give y'all a platform to speak. We just we thankful for the end of it. 
Most definitely. Thank you guys. We appreciate it. What's your? How do you follow y'all on social media and plug the school schedule, yeah. whatever? Um, had, trying to get used to this little hashtag and shadows thing. <laughs> <laughs> Everything is OMC Hoops. Uh, Facebook, Twitter, um, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And then also, I want to give a my our, our nonprofit mentoring program, Hoops Inc. Hoops Inc. is on Twitter, Facebook. And Instagram, and then one more thing I want to um, for the summer coach hot basketball camp. Um, you can follow that on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Pat, uh, my Instagram is just right underscore white, and my Twitter is highlight underscore white. Cool, appreciate you, man. Thanks for listening to us. Follow us on the group, follow us in all the social media. Take us out, keep debating. Be blessed, be productive, be more. We love you. We out. You know when you order a new video game, or a golf club, or a blender, and then it arrives at your door, you get a little thrill. Imagine how much more thrilling it is when you order a new car. With Nissan at home, you can shop for the perfect ride and order it without ever having to go anywhere. Sure beats a golf club or a blender. Buy a new car entirely online with Nissan at home. Deliver direct from dealer to driveway. Thrill starts here. Services may vary at participating dealers subject to applicable lossy dealer for details.